This is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, The Monty Show is live on your YouTube machine. Big shout out to everybody who listens to the show on audio only on our podcast. Hey, anywhere you get an audio podcast, you can search The Monty Show. We will be there, including our friends at Spotify. Big shout out to everybody on Spotify. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. And just a massive day of breaking news uh, on The Monty Show presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business, the advocates, where you never pay a penny to talk to one of the best injury attorneys in the business. Just get to theadvocates.com, and there's a little box right in the middle of the screen that says, chat with an attorney now. Click the chat box, pop it up, 365, 24-7, 365. That means every day, all the time, anytime. Theadvocates.com are waiting to serve you. Uh, Just before the show started... Uh, breaking news came out as uh, everybody is pretty much confirmed now. Cowboys corner Trayvon Diggs is out for the year with a torn ACL. Uh, this is a huge loss for the Dallas Cowboys, obviously. And now Adam Schefter is reporting that uh, Cowboys Pro Bowl center Tyler Biazde, uh hurt his hamstring during today's practice. He is going to have an MRI, uh, which is not good. Um I mean, I, I, Biedas has been a is a huge part of their offensive line. Um, if he's getting an MRI on a hamstring, that means it's not good. Yeah, that means he's going to miss significant reps. Today is not a good day to be a Dallas Cowboys fan. You don't replace Trayvon Diggs. You you just don't. The guy is an unbelievable performer. Um, he is, I think, one of the most important players on that defense and. His ability to disrupt the passing game uh, with interceptions, pass defended. He's an excellent tackler as well. Uh, this is the number one defense in the NFL, and it's not close in my opinion. And now Trayvon Diggs out for the year with a torn ACL. Good Lord, what do you do about this if you're the Dallas Cowboys? I, I just, you don't replace him. You don't fix this. This is a this is straight up a loss for the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, I I I mean, he's a playmaker for them. There's no doubt about it. A game disruptor, somebody who can take a guy away on the field. Like you know, you, you just you don't replace talent like that. And I think that that's the hardest thing for the Cowboys is is every year there's you know every NFL team sustains injury, and unfortunately for the Cowboys this year, it's happening to a guy that is mm. is you know someone who can't be replaced again it's the it's the nick chubb thing the other day right i mean you're not replacing nick chubb you can do your best to backfill but you don't replace Diggs. you don't replace chubb you don't replace any of these big name guys who uh essentially uh help you win ball games week in and week out and that's what's hard yeah and i think with the year that micah parsons having is having for the cowboys this is an even bigger loss now because the way that Parsons has been disrupting offenses and the way he's been getting after quarterbacks, it's making the job of the corners and the safeties and certainly their linebackers, um, any of their nickel guys, their jobs are much easier. And you lose a playmaker like Trayvon Diggs and it just, it's catastrophic, man. It is, and maybe Jerry Jones is cursed. I have no idea. But to lose your best offensive lineman, your best secondary performer on defense in the same practice, I mean, 
Thankfully, that does not happen a lot. But good Lord, yeah. what a brutal day. What a brutal day uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. And we talk about it a lot on the Monty Show that, you know, hey, it's all well and good that, that you're in first place and you're dominating this league. It's September 21st. It doesn't mean a thing. Because if you can't stay healthy and you can't dominate teams in November, December, and January, what good is it? Yeah, and I think that the Dallas Cowboys are always struggling to win those games late in the year. I mean, right? Isn't that the criticism we have, like everybody has of the Cowboys? Like, hey, they can't win that big game that takes them to yeah. the NFC Championship. And this does not help that case. And, you know, you look at that division, very clearly the NFC East, I mean, that division is theirs to lose. Yeah. Does that change now with this injury? I'd have to think so. I, I, I'm i not convinced that the New York Giants are all of a sudden going to come out of nowhere, but I, I don't want people to forget how good the Philadelphia Eagles are. I mean, that team's very good, and if we look at the grander picture in the NFC, certainly we're going to look at the Dallas Cowboys tonight, even though, by the way, for you fantasy players, Brandon Ayuk looks like he is not going to play. Um, so that's a big one, but you you start looking down the road a little bit and you look at the Cowboys' schedule, even even what's coming up here, obviously at the Cardinals on Sunday, you're not worried about that, but the Patriots. And then on October 8th, on Sunday Night Football, you're at the San Francisco 49ers. That's a big one. And without Trayvon Diggs, that game changes. The Charger game the next week changes. The Rams game, like, and then you're at the Eagles, at the, like, it, it just doesn't get, it doesn't get easier. Yeah. And that doesn't even account for the Bills and the Dolphins um on the road around Christmas time. So this is just this was just a very difficult day for the Dallas Cowboys. And well, that to is have it happened in practice is just man. I mean, that's just brutal. I mean, it, 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 at least, you know, again, I'm not I'm not saying there's ever a time you feel good about a guy no. tearing his ACL. No, but obviously it, but it's, not. It's almost one of these deals where it's like, man, that was in a, a, a non contact situation. Uh, it seems like based on the reporting, Hey, you know, you take one step this way or that way and you just got popped. And I, and I think that's, what's so tough. It's, it's like a thing in sports. Like, Hey, if this guy, you know, leaped for the ball and was trying to make this incredible play and he got injured trying to make, okay, at least then we can feel okay about that. But to, to, to have it happen in practice in a non-contact situation is just is frustrating, yeah. to say the least. Yep, so big news out of the NFL to start the show. Uh, Trayvon Diggs out for the year. Um, for the Dallas Cowboys, he tore his ACL in practice today. He's going to have uh, reconstructive surgery here pretty quickly. Um, they, I mean, you're looking at a minimum now with medical advancements. You're looking at six months. Yeah. Um, probably to be back at full strength, and that is just wow. Yeah, that is just a tremendous blow um, for for the Dallas Cowboys. So uh, we'll keep you up to date on that. The big story today on the show is we uh, had planned to lead with um, is this situation with NIL and this Gene Smith story that I think is is something we've talked about a lot on this show is NIL legislation and the need for it. And it is not, it is not surprising how much NIL has grown. What is shocking now is college football administrators openly talking about cash demands from players. You are now hearing about new, I don't know, it's the word innovative ways and innovative opportunities for high school recruits to make NIL money. And Gene Smith, the athletic director in I mean, I, I don't even know if it's in question. The longest tenured athletic director uh, at Ohio State 
is saying that players in high school are requesting $5,000 in cash payment to even come and take an official visit now at universities. I hate this. I think it's the absolute wrong thing to do. And it it is one of those things that we have spoken about what would make us be okay with NIL legislation. And there's not much. But the idea that you believe going to a major university should be a $5,000 payday for you, Jake, I think this is reckless. I think it's over the line. And I think this is where the the stew gets spoiled by greedy greedy nil agents yeah and, and and i think that the the tough part is is like the process of this like like you know the i think a, a casual college football fan would think okay well it's just the kid asking for the money right like it's just it's just the player being a little bit too greedy based on the fact you know that based on how they see the landscape but a lot of times these guys do have agents and a lot of times those agents are just simply doing their job in the sense that they're advocating for their client but i have to agree you need to know the limit right a man needs to know his limitations and this feels like people are overstepping the line the idea that you think that you could get paid just to come and take a visit I think is reckless. I think it is greedy. And I'm all for these guys getting paid. I want them to get paid. I'm tired of old rich white dude in the NCAA doing absolutely nothing yet raking in the cash every year. I, I hate that about college athletics. But this this is one of those things where you can't you, you can't take for granted the opportunity that NIL is, which is kind of what this feels like. Oh, we can get paid now for our local car dealership to use us in a sponsorship environment? Okay, great. Well, if we can get paid for that, what else are they willing to pay for? And and if NIL is now a legal thing, let's let's try to push it a little bit further like they did at Arizona basketball or they did in this area or that area, right? Like like that's what I think is happening here. And unfortunately, you're right. It does ruin it for the bigger picture. It does ruin it for the masses because one kid gets caught pushing it too far, actually getting paid to go on visits. Now we got to legislate that out of the way, or we need to legalize that too, which I think is really the conversation we have to have. Cause at some point there's got to be clarity on what you can get paid for and what you can't get paid for. Yeah. I think the biggest issue I have here is this is the, and I, I know this is probably going to annoy SMU fans, but everything I say seems to, but this is the SMUing of college sports. Uh -huh. This is somebody saying, well, you know, I'm not going to play at SMU, but if they're going to pay me $5,000 to come and do an official visit and take some pictures in a jersey with Dallas across the front, I'm going to do that. Yeah. And the, the real issue here becomes it's now a game of the haves and the have-nots. And maybe it has been that way. But when we are talking about paying players to come and visit a school, that I have a problem with. Because that's no longer the level playing field. That's no longer kids just trying to, to earn as much money as possible. Now we're talking about greed and taking advantage. And we're going to talk about this Oklahoma State rumor, if you will, coming up in just a bit. But you hear about players now being upset that, that their agents aren't getting taken care of. College kids getting upset that their agents aren't getting taken care of. Mm -hmm. This is now, we're, we're pushing a point now where I feel like it's getting too it's getting too too far out of pocket. We're getting into a situation where I feel like this is detrimental 
to the game of college football because it doesn't matter anymore what's good for the kid. It doesn't matter anymore, well, hey, if the millionaire and billionaire white guys are making money, how come the 17-year-old kid can't? That's not what this is about. That's not what this is about because I also don't believe that this is just, you know, the the fair and open treatment. That's not what this is. Right. That's not what this is at all. And what we're learning about NIL, and I think the thing that a lot of people don't want to talk about is in recruiting, NIL is a huge part of the conversation now. And I think as, as much as we've talked about guys like Dabo, as much as we've talked about guys like Nick Saban, we talk about all these coaches, Kyle Whittingham at Utah, who don't necessarily you know, embrace the portal in NIL. Here's where the issue comes in. Because when is it enough anymore? Because now you have these kids who are asking for NIL guarantees. Hey, how much are you promising my son's going to make? And if you say, okay, well, your son's going to make $500,000 a year. Well, the next time a kid turns into an absolute bust at the college football level is not going to be the first time. And who's paying a kid who doesn't get on the field? Who's paying them for NIL? Not a whole lot of people. They're paying the Shador Sanders of the world. They're paying the Bo Nix of the world who are putting up, you know, billboards all over the country, Bo Nix. Uh-huh. Those are the guys that are getting paid. The Caleb Williams are getting paid. Where's the second string quarterback who's making Caleb Williams money? They don't exist because star players, much like in the NFL, star players are the ones that make the money because they sell the merchandise. They move cars. They move sunglasses. That's why those kids get paid. The problem becomes now you're paying a kid $5,000 to come and visit you with no guarantee he's going to come to your school. Then you're going to say, well, hey, we're going to make sure you make at least half a million dollars in NIL. Aren't you at least promising this kid that he's going to play a significant role on your football team? And then what happens when he doesn't? Well, he's just going to hop in the transfer portal and it doesn't even matter. Yeah. That's the problem. You have to find a way to control as as much as you can on the kids' end of it and on the the school's end of it. Because I've got news for you. The losing NIL deal is more and more and more prevalent now. Yep. The profitable everybody wins NIL deal, here's the other news flash. It's almost non-existent. This this story at Colorado with Dion and the blender sunglasses, rare. Rare, rare, rare at best. It's usually the other way around, where somebody pays a college football player a ton of money, where somebody pays a college athlete a ton of money, and they never get anything in return. There's a bitter taste in their mouth because they went through a collective, or that's the reality of the situation. So I I loop this all the way back around to SMU. What did SMU do this week? Oh, hey, newsflash. We raised $100 million to pay for the (laughs) ACC. Where does the money end? Mm -hmm. So you raised $100 million to buy your way into the ACC. So is that $100 million now just gone? And no, you know that kids are going to be like, yeah, give me $5,000. I'll come visit you at SMU. Take some pictures on the field. How many kids are going to be forced to sign a letter of intent and then we'll pay you the $5,000? Do you think that's not going to happen? I got news for you. That's going to happen. And that's where I think you have to forbid this practice. Mm -hmm. You have to, and I hate to say it, 
I don't know that if it's a law, I don't know. I don't think we need Congress enacting some huge piece of legislation. I think you need a way at the, at the NCAA level to have regulations in place that specifically stop pay for play because that's not profiting on your name and image and likeness. What that's doing is putting the kid in a terrible spot because what if the kid doesn't perform? Yeah. You paid him $5,000 up front to come and visit you and he signed a letter of intent. And so you doubled it to $10,000, let's say, because I've heard that repeatedly. Well, we'll pay you a stipend to come see us because I, I don't know how many people realize this. When it's an official visit, all expenses are paid. Yeah. So you're already paying for airfare. You're already paying for hotel, meals, tickets to the game. You're already paying for all that. So now we're going to give you an additional amount of money. And I've heard repeatedly from people, it's, a, it's an amount of money when you come and visit. But hey, you sign that letter of intent, the day you show up on campus, we'll deposit $10,000. We'll deposit. Right. You're trying to incentivize them with money. And I, I just think there's no way to win this. Yeah, and I, and I think you're, the best point you made there is, hey, you're not, like, NIL was meant to allow you to profit off your name, image, and likeness, not to say, hey, we'll pay you to come and play here. And I think, I, look, I'm all for, like, let's not get this confused. I, I'm not advocating on the show to to just eliminate or or shut down the conversation in college athletics specifically football yeah. because it is the big boy and money generation I'm not against a conversation around how we could make a pay for play landscape work but the reality is we don't have that right now the reality is pay for play is illegal if you will in college athletics and so it's one of two things and this is the philosophical conversation that 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 all the big wigs in the room gotta have hey how do like how do we want to move forward is are we getting to a point where pay for play is so in our face that we want to find a way to make that side of it work or are we still gonna stay really hard-edged about it and continue to to basically exit out forbid it like outlaw it yeah and, and be really hardcore on that piece and really funnel it into nil and, and that's it, because I, one way or the other, this has to get worked out, because you can't have, like you said, you can't have these kids being like, yeah, you can pay me and I'll come and visit. Well, what, us paying all the expenses isn't enough? Well, it's not even, and I want to make sure we're on the same page, because I do agree with the sentiment, the visit, um, the amount of money they spend to visit is enough. I agree with that. The problem you get into is you are co coercing a kid to make a decision. Yeah based on paying him money. You are saying to that kid, I'm going to pay you when you sign your letter of intent. I'm going to, and this is where the, the, the bag man comes back in. It is illegal to tell a kid, here, I'm going to give you a sum of money as soon as you sign that letter of intent. But what are we doing now? Well, you know, we're going to, you know, as part of your NIL deal, we're going to guarantee you, you know, X amount of money. That's pay for, pay, for, pay for play. It's illegal. Yeah, You're putting kids back into this situation where it's, it's illegality. You cannot pay a kid to sign a letter of intent. 
Now, can you lobby them with NIL money? And can you say, hey, when you sign here, here's what we think your value is as an NIL athlete? That's happening in every recruiting session. Yeah. It's happening in every single at-home visit. It's happening in every single phone call, in every single Instagram message that coaches and players are having. Every time a kid comes to campus, it's happening. And, you know, the other thing that everybody keeps talking about is unofficial visits. There's no such thing. You need to understand this. Unofficial visits don't exist. They're, they're, not, they're not logged. They're not tracked. It's not a thing where you can say, well, yeah, you know, I'm going to go to the BYU football game this weekend, or I'm going to go to the Bama game this weekend. You know, I think I'm going to head down to uh, Lubbock this weekend. There's no heading down to Lubbock. If you're in Lubbock and they give you tickets, it's an NCAA violation. Oh, unofficial visits? You mean like Jim Harbaugh had his own? He just happened to be in the same cafe, allegedly, as, you know, one of the top linebacking recruits in the state. It's a wee fence. There's no such thing as an unofficial visit. Yeah. People need, you need to understand what the rules are. And here's, before we get to your comments, I want to make this very clear. Where's my buck shot? I didn't have time to get it, dude. Un- you believe this kid? I didn't have time to get it First of all, today, he dude. shows up in a teal shirt thinking he's something special. I mean, I am. Right? Go, go. Yeah, all of a sudden, we're Ministry. Tulane fans, apparently. Ministry. And then you don't even bring me my, okay. I mean, I can go and get it, but, you know, I don't want to make you're, it all weird. You're... He has one job every day. The only thing Jake is responsible for is the buckshot. That's a lie. That is totally a lie. Don't lie to me. He does way more than I do. Uh, But my point is, you need to understand that this is not, NIL is not the wild, wild west. NIL is not just, well, now there's NIL, I can just hand a kid a check. That's not how it works. But it it feels like every time in college athletics, we go through a process like this, like whether, you know, whether bowl systems change or whether NIL gets rolled out, the transfer portal, you know, editing of the rules, like anytime something like this happens, the wild, wild west thing happens. Like people push the envelope, they stretch the rules, they want to take it as far as possible. And And I think the tough part is that, is that there's no stopping it right now. And so the the point is, is you have a window in time here before legislation rolls out where you can pretty much get away with this stuff. And and folks like Gene Smith are going to talk about it and complain about it and throw stuff at you. And, you know, it's going to be fine. But, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's tough, dude. It's, it is. Dude, I don't even know where it went. Like, this is my point with you. It's right under your chair, teal oh, shirt-wearing wait, wait, fool. I can't see it. Well, that's because you went to Tulane. Anyway, my point is... Damn. Well, you know how much my buckshot means to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, less of us, more of you, as I always like to say. Let's get your comments in here. After we tell you about our good friends at Bucked Up Energy, huge, huge returns on the 40% sale. We see so many of you sending us your pictures. Bucked Up had their 40% sale last week. Did you guys know that Buckshot with the promo code Monty, Monty20 rather, is always on sale at buckedup.com. 200 milligrams of caffeine, brain food. Who shot a career best 79 yesterday at Canyons? You know, in my teal Tulane shirt and stuff today, just 79, no big deal. Yeah, I slice my driver and it still winds up in the middle. Jake has a 50-yard slice on his driver and it goes further than anybody else. He outdrives me. <laughs> Granted, I shanked a driver on that hole, but he he outdrove me by 50 yards yesterday with a 50-yard slice. It's wild to watch, but it happens. 
and it's because he he had a buckshot yesterday. That's right. Played your ass off. I'm telling you, it makes you feel better. It lifts your mood. It gives you energy. There's no crashes. There's no spikes. You just feel better because it bucked up all of their products, whether it's creatine, whether it is whey protein isolate, whether it is collagen peptides, their greens. I use all of it. It's good products because they use the best ingredients and they just do the job. The products that you get from Bucked Up, like Buckshot, it works. It gives you a mental lift. You get mental clarity. That's what you can expect from Bucked Up. Get to buckedup.com. Use the promo code MONTY20. Get yourself some Buckshot today. Feel better. I almost knocked my water jug off yeah. the desk. The jug. You know, the jug. Yeah, nice we jug. Got, we got another problem real quick because I know we don't want to cool, pay to cool the room. Do you want me to close the fridge or do you want to close the oh, fridge? Oh, damn it. You know? Yeah, you know, so I didn't get the buckshot. The amateur over here got the buckshot. And what happens? I give. I let him do my job for one day and here we go. You know, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. You done being an asshole now? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get your comments in here, boy. This is This show's off to an amazing start. <laughs> Uh, let's see who's first up on the show today. Delaric for $5. Only good thing is, uh, the Cowboys play Arizona this week and they have another week to get it fixed. Cause almost everyone agrees. This is considered an unofficial bye week. Well, well, and that's cause Trayvon digs for the uh, Dallas Cowboys out for the year today with a torn ACL beavers on a rampage for $2. Jake showing his support of the San Jose Sharks. Yeah, I knew I'm a San Jose Sharks fan though. So Jake beat me into the office today. Mm -hmm. I walk into the office and I had to put my sunglasses back on because this shirt is off the it's chain. It's incredible, dude. I actually like it a lot. Uh, John Teal, you're worth what you negotiate. Pay me to visit. But see, this is the problem. Is paying a recruit to come on an official visit, is it pay for play? I think it is. And I don't think you can do it. Well, you it's can ask. not NIL, right? It doesn't fall under NIL, clearly. It certainly is not NIL. Yeah. It, it, is, it's a, it is, by all accounts, a recruiting violation. And I think you have to legislate it out of the game. But I do agree. If you're the kid, yeah, ask, ask. away. Ask. I mean, until they say you can't ask, you should ask. And what, I, what I've heard that teams are doing and universities are doing, it's, a, it's, an, it's an expense line. It's a line on an expense report. Hey, uh, $5,000 hotel room or Hey, yeah. $5,000 steak dinner. Yeah. That's what this is turning into. And I think it, I don't want Congress involved in college sports. Seriously. I do not, but this is why we'll go there. And when it happens, remember SMU, because I think SMU is, is SMU buying their way into the ACC where they were not wanted. I think is a huge problem. Yeah. I think it's a huge problem. Lopes fan Gabe, dudes wouldn't be asking if somebody wasn't paying it. Any legislation needs to be aimed at the schools, not the kids. Absolutely. I agree. The issue is it it is now an arms race. Much to Lopes fan Gabe's point, I think. It's an arms race. Yeah. It's no longer a level playing field. NIL was supposed to be, you know, and look at what else Gene Smith said. Probably I'm underselling the lead. Gene Smith said at Ohio State, what's their number one NIL generating sport? College football. Did you hear what he said was number two? Volleyball. The number two NIL sport at Ohio State is volleyball. That's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be money 
for players in non-revenue generating sports. Yes. That was the that was the big push. Well, the hey, yeah, the shot putter can now go out and you know get money for throwing balls all over the place. We don't have to feel bad for Buddy the rower who can't afford to go to Ohio State because now he can cover tuition with NIL. Yep, and Lopes fan Gabe, I think you're exactly right. I love that point. Beavers on a rampage. Jake is applying to be Trevor Lawrence's caddy. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, yeah, Duvall, you know. Yeah, Duvall. Uh, no. Hero 75, I can understand having a school cover the cost to visit a school like airfare if needed to visit, food and hotel and the like, but that should be it. And by rule, that is it. You're allowed to get a, a care package essentially of gear. You are allowed to put on uniforms, take pictures, do publicity, all of that. But you are not allowed to take cash payments. Yeah. You are not allowed. It's called it's called uh, essentially in kind. I'm going to come and visit. You're going to give me a Ferrari. You're not allowed to do that. That is that is illegal. That is that is a recruiting violation. Cleveland rocks for ten dollars. What's up, Cleveland? No hyperbole when I tell you that Buckshot saves lives. We travel a lot by car. And from 12 to 3 p.m., I fall asleep at the wheel. Not anymore. Sincerely want to thank you for advertising this product. Well, oh, hey, thank, thank the guys that bucked up. Because yeah, I'm telling you, if you have not gone and tried Buckshot, it's just a, it, it, it's not some huge spike. It's, there's no crash. It just gives you a level of clarity, at least for me. When I take it, now, yesterday I shot an 81 and played a terrible back nine, and I think, I think I'm probably already in hell sitting next to a guy wearing that color shirt. And it's very powerful. But if, if, if there is a maximum number of F-bombs on a golf course that will send you to hell, I do believe I surpass that That's limit. That's what fucking yesterday, takes me to fuck you know, off! Um, <laughs> yesterday, was, the back nine was treacherous. It is what it is. But yeah, I you know Cleveland, I'm I'm glad that Bucked Up was able to help you, man, because yeah. I think Bucked Up makes a difference. It certainly has helped me lose weight. I I will tell you that. Uh, Tarrant County boy, Tarrant ja County, Jacob, a one man wrecking crew. Okay, I like it. <laughs> Mike, everybody's on your shirt now. Dude, let's go. Uh, Mike Rodriguez, Mike Rodriguez. Hey, oh Jake. Can't hear you. Shirt's a little loud. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Absolutely love that. Uh, roundabout. What's up, Roundabout? NIL rules need to be designed to protect kids from themselves. Oh, there is a lot of that. Yes, sir. Yes, it, it, there just needs to be a standardized rule of law yeah. in NIL that doesn't allow a school to say, I don't, don't go over there to Tarrant County. You come over here to Dallas County. Here's $10,000. And by the way, we have a, a huge cowboy hat for you. You need to be able to legislate that out. Yeah. There you need, because kids are always, if you're 17 years old and you're walking to school and somebody says, hey, come on over here, man. I've got a, I, look at this brand new Corvette. It's beautiful. Why don't you drive that around for a couple of days? Are you going to say no? Hey, why don't you? Why don't you come over here? We're going to take you to this beautiful steakhouse, Bob's Steak and Chops. Right. Go, okay. Take you to Bob's Steak and Chops like five times. We're actually going to go once, but we have a house account. They're going to run it up to 10 grand for you. And then we're going to give you the 10 grand. 
What's up, big bro? Like that's what's happening. And that's exactly what NIL was supposed to was supposed to get rid of. B, so we're we are doing paid appearances for high school students. Unbelievable. That's basically what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. Cougar Tracks, what's up, Tracks? Good to see you. Uh, I bid five thousand for player number forty-two. Uh, a lot. He looks great in this week's BYU hey, uniform. He's a five-star recruit and stuff. Yeah, OG Gary. It ain't personal; it's business. It is. Uh, Roundabout says the game is still bigger than the player. Get greedy, get lost. I, but but I almost think this these problems are because there is an embarrassment of riches in college athletics. I, I mean, again. You don't hear anybody complaining that they can't afford the five grand. They're they're complaining about the premise of the five grand. That's what they're complaining about. You think Ohio State's struggling mm-hmm. to, to 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 fork out five grand for a visit? Dude, they wake up and pee out five grand, man. It's not about the money. It's about they, the premise they, of the they money. They wake dude. up and pee out. Yeah, dude. Like uh, th- that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> these universities aren't crying poor. But that's yeah, that's not the the issue. The issue is that. Again, all kidding aside, Tulane. Tulane cannot compete with SMU. Tulane cannot compete with Alabama. And it should college sports cannot be the haves versus the have nots. It it always has been and maybe it always will be. And I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. But you can't have all the best players going to the highest bidder. It wow. it just It's funny how the highest bidder is also the best team in college football. Because what happened but what happens with it when the kid flames out? They inevitably, how many five-star kids do you never hear about once they get on campus? Dude, too many to count. Too many to count. It, at some point, we have to protect the kid who's never playing in the NFL and probably is never going to, to see the field in college. Because the college football player, I think everybody thinks all the recruits are, they get on the field and they play and they're stars. No, they're not. Yeah. The overwhelming majority of kids never get their name called on television. Never. If you look at all of the, the even just stay at D1, all the Division One college football players, how many of them are actually playing on television? Yeah. Not many. A, a pinhole size. A pinhole size. Uh, Gary, I can see the schools paying the tab for airfare, et cetera, but that's where it's, it ought to stop. That is exactly where it but, ought but to that's, stop. But that's exactly the point. The rules say that is where it stops. But that, but see, we're not talking about what the rule says. We're talking about what's actually happening, which is that's right. Th- the schools are being put in a position where they don't have a choice. Okay, we're either going to pay to have this kid out, or he's not going to come out, or she's not going to come out look, because I'm not of the gonna, competition. I, I, I look at this Mike Gundy story. Yeah. Look at the Mike Gundy story. Mike Gundy at Oklahoma State, and and I don't know how much validity there there is to this, and I I just think it's a, it's a little bit alarming that we're hearing stories coming out of Stillwater that kids are going to get in the portal next week, and because remember this is this is now their fourth game, yeah, they're going to leave Oklahoma State because they're unhappy with the treatment of their agents and their parents who are not being paid for and pampered to. And that's not Mike Gundy. And I've been saying this for two, three years now. Mike Gundy's not your huckleberry. When you want somebody to walk up to your, your NIL agent and you want somebody to be like, man, we're really happy that you guys are here. What can we do to, to, you ain't getting that from Mike Gundy. I'm a man. You're not getting that from his staff. 
You're not getting that at Oklahoma State. You're not. Mike Gundy doesn't give a damn about your agent, and really, he only cares a little bit about your parents. So get your facts straight. He cares about his kids. There's no question about that. Yeah. But he's not the guy that's going to be like, oh, man, that's a beautiful suit you got there, bud. That's not Mike Gundy. Yeah. Mike Gundy doesn't want to talk to your agent. And it ain't daddy ball. He doesn't want to talk to your parents. And they there are there is some message board and now, you know, insiders right. who say they know that there's going to be an exodus of players after this week. Reinforce this is inaccurate. A, if you're an exiting player because you don't like the way your agent's being treated, I probably don't want you on my team. Yeah. But this is another indicator of how much influence NIL has in college football. And if you're a if you're a hardcore college football fan, this should be terrifying to you. You know, I'm an I'm a Notre Dame fan. I have no delusions of grandeur. We don't get the best players. We don't get the best NIL kids. We don't. Travis Hunter was never going to Catholic school. But what this tells you is I think the high school recruit is more difficult to get now than at any other time. Yeah. Because once you go into the portal, your options shrink. When you're a five-star kid, when you're a four-star kid in high school, you're out here. You got a list. You got a list longer than my my leg. When you get in the portal, it's about that small. Yeah. And things change. So Sam Hartman winds up at Notre Dame. But you look at Spencer Sanders, now you're starting to worry about what happened there. And if you are not worried about Oklahoma State, your your head's in the sand. There's a problem in Stillwater. Yeah, I mean, and I think that, you know, again, I, I, whether it's Gundy being resistant to the portal or to NIL or to new practices or whether it's a culture problem, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm not even saying that Gundy's falling off the horse here. I, I, I'm just simply saying that, that they're not getting good enough talent to be able to compete in the modern-day Big 12. And I think that's Mike Gundy's biggest problem is that He's been in that seat a long time, and he's seen many different versions and and atmospheres in the Big 12 on the football field. And I don't think that Mike Gundy has quite caught up to what it takes to win right now. Because if you had, you wouldn't be playing three quarterbacks. If you had, you'd already gotten your star quarterback, and you'd already be in a better position. And, And that's why I say, like, again, I we we talk about UCF a lot on this show, but but I think UCF has done a great job of bringing guys in and recruiting and doing what they need to do to at least be competitive in every game that they play because they don't have the luxury of being Mike Gundy and and having yeah. job security even if you do suck. I mean, that's it's just a different thing. It is a very different thing. John Teal for $2. Imagine if Harvard paid, they'd kill the Big Ten. Well, good luck passing that uh, midterm. Yeah. Right? Like, and that – but Stanford's got a, a billion dollar – I'm tired of hearing about Stanford's endowment. On oh, the endowment. Well, why don't you they measure it? Why don't they get Travis Hunter? Oh, that's right. That cuz school's hard at Stanford. School's hard at Stanford. And that's why that's why they don't get it. You know, like it is one of those things that I hate NIL. This is why I hate NIL because you knew it was too good to be true. You knew it was too good to be true. When BYU came out with that built bar deal where every kid was on scholarship, you knew it was too good to be true. Yeah. It is just I yeah. Uh Utah Jizz. Hello. Uh can you imagine advocating for limiting how much a corporation can pay employees? Universities are businesses, their athletes are employees without benefits. Well, until they're designated that way, can you? I I, 
I mean, that's I, I don't disagree that athletes are employees in theory. Put it on paper. Put that in the IRS code. Yeah. Not then we can start talking about corporations and employees. But until then, you're 1099 in those kids. They're not employees. They're they're independent contractors. And I don't want the kid to be an employee. I want yeah. the kid to make the money he deserves. You have these billion dollar TV deals. The kids deserve to make the money they can make, but there is a line. Yeah. And when we start doing this garbage where pay me five grand, no, Mike Gundy's going to pay you 10, but Nick Saban will offer you 20. You know what? Funny thing. Lane train happens to have 22, five. Well, you know, you know what I heard? Jimbo's got twenty three thousand. But the, but this is the this that's is, what this is turning into. That's why you need more structure, though, uh, in in college athletics overall, not just around NIL. I mean, I mean, again, yesterday on the show we talked all about this relegation concept, right? Like you talk all about like, hey, maybe we need to change the structure of college football. Yeah. Maybe if if it wasn't just a free for all to go out and get a kid. Maybe we wouldn't have these problems. Maybe there needs to be structure, and maybe it should be incumbent on schools to have to work at the school level to get into a a, a, a certain level. And then we match the kids up. Like, I, there's got to be something you can do uh, to level this out. See, D-Rock Irish beat me to this point. And I meant to say this a few minutes ago, and then the whole bucked up buckshot thing happened. Uh, I heard certain states are passing legislation allowing high school kids who commit to in-state colleges to be able to start receiving NIL payments. There, the, it hasn't happened yet. And the issue with this is that uh, this is a double-edged sword. Lopes fan Gabe, I agree, kind of opened my mind to what, like, I don't, I don't want legislations that punish kids. I think if you're a 17-year-old kid, if you're a 15-year-old kid that signs a letter of intent, it should have no bearing on how much money you can go out and make. Yeah. If Jimmy John's car service wants to have you endorse their car dealership in high school, why do we care? Why do we care? Agreed. As long as you're following the rules and laws of the of the tax code in this country, who gives a damn? Apparently a lot of people. That's the problem. If you want to go put on a if you want to go hook it up at an oil change place, a car dealership, a real estate brokerage. Why do I care? When you get to college, they should be able to keep paying you. Who cares? What I do care about is the, the bidding war for high school kids. Let that sink in. Everybody likes to say, well, they're football players, Monty. No, they're high school kids. And you're teaching them, in my opinion, the wrong, the wrong line of you know thought. Yeah. Well, let me go over here, and then I'm going to play you against you against you against you. Well, what happens when you're not that that good at, at college football and nobody's offering you money anymore? Oh, that's right. Your career ends. And you didn't get that education that everybody said was free. Then what? Then we're going to go back to bitching and moaning about, you know, perv and liar pulling kids' scholarships. It, it doesn't work both ways. Yeah. That's the issue. It doesn't work both ways. I don't know, and I'm not sitting here telling you I have all the answers. I'm because I, I don't. I don't. I, I truly do not. I, I I wish I did, but I do not. Yeah. And the more and more that we go through this, and the more and more that we argue over this, I don't know that there's a perfect answer. And you know, I I look at the fact that we wind up playing this game every time a kid makes money. 
Well, and I, and I think that, that that's the hard part about this whole conversation, money in college athletics is like, okay, let's say we do roll out like either legislation or new rules or new structure, whatever, whatever the case may be, whatever it looks like. There's always going to be that guy in the system that's looking to skirt the rules. Yes. So, so I think that's what's hard is like we're always going to be having these conversations. We're always going to be talking about you know uh, fake line items on P and L sheets or hand and due to bag of money out back. Like we're always going to be talking about this. Basically, it just needs to be reeled in a little bit so there's protection so you can hold people accountable. Because again, that's that's the world we live in. Okay, what's the rule? Let's understand the rule, and then let's understand how to get around the rule. That That's what it is. That's what it's always been. And ultimately, for the kid, all the kid has to worry about is being good at what they do in whatever yeah. sport they play. Yeah. Man, that's so perfect world. Just be the best football player you can be, son. Remember those days? Yeah. No, I don't either. Uh, John Teal for $2. Gundy just isn't willing to adapt. That's his problem. On some level, you're exactly right. I'm a man! But, and, I don't want to be too harsh on this. Why isn't Spencer Sanders in Stillwater? What happened? What's the truth? And I don't know that we'll ever know. And there are all kinds of stories out there. I don't know what the truth is. I'm not there every day. There's a systematic issue in in the Oklahoma State football program right now, and it's going to come out. Yeah. Because you're not going to keep these kids from talking. You're not. Uh, Cowpoke Ranch for $2. We'd offer Brenda Tracy a great – come on, man. Let's not make Mel Tucker jokes on the show, please. Uh, Beavers on a Rampage. Isn't SMU the Lewis and Clark of NIL? Absolutely. <laughs> MJ Bissett the real problematic free-for-all causing this is college football operating as an in, as independent teams imagine if the Dallas Cowboys called the shots in the NFL like Texas Bama etc yeah I agree hey totally agree but how do you fix it yeah you don't that that's my point this is my this is exactly what I'm saying there is no fixing this there is reeling it in or maybe kind of putting the monster in the cage, if you will. But you're not fixing this. Like, there's too many There's too many of these situations. Hey, all these teams run their own business. There's no, there's no like, guideline. There's no, really, anything that governs and, and it. And let's not forget, schools are not supposed to be involved in NIL shit. Like, it's supposed to be, dang. Dude, you were I need doing a swear so well. Job. 48 minutes, dude. You did so well. <clears throat> Schools are not supposed to be involved in NIL stuff. Yeah. They're not supposed to be doing that. They, they are not allowed to be involved in collectives. They are not allowed to be involved in boosters. They are not allowed to be involved in what a kid makes. But how could they not be with this situation? I think that's what Gene is saying. Hey, dude, these kids are asking for five grand or whatever the amount yeah. sums up to to come visit. Well, visit is a school thing. It's not a just a football program thing. I agree. Like, it's coming to see the campus, the culture, the food, whatever. You're coming to see all that. So, I, you know, Lane Train's not taking that out of his salary, right? The assistant's not taking out of his salary. No. That's a school budget line item issue. So whether the school wants to be or not, they are. And the idea that we wrote a rule that said, hey, the schools shouldn't be involved is absolutely asinine to me. Yeah, I agree. John Teal for $5 now. Are you bidding your way for a 
Never mind. I'm kidding. Uh, if they don't want to pay blue chips to visit, then just recruit three-star players and coach them up. Just say no and get him uh, later from the portal. But is that a decision that we should be talking about? Because what did we just do? We just insulted the three-star player. Yeah. Well, I can't get the best guy, but you'll do. It's not. That's. I understand that that's probably too soft and too. I get it. We should not be saying. Well, I can't get the kid I really want, but you know, Jimmy. I knew today would be shitty. Looks like you've got shoulder pads and a helmet. You ever play quarterback before? Like, that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. At the same time, though, I I think there's a valid point within that, though. Like, if you're, you know, like Nick Saban, right? We've talked all about how Nick Saban's struggling for talent. If you're Nick Saban... Your big X factor here is screw the portal. But wasn't Jalen Milrow? Like, I think Jalen Milrow was a five-star kid. But my point is for Nick Saban, if Nick Saban or any coach can 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 get away from the five-star kid who has all the attention and get to that three-star kid that really didn't get recruited heavily and needs a shot and is willing to work hard and you can develop that, that person, that's the X factor here because the three-star kid, like we've just been saying, isn't getting all the NIL money. They no. don't have the popularity. No, Jalen Milrow was four and a quarter star. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, Jaylen, excuse you. Jalen, be better. Yeah, dude, be better, be better. please. Uh, Dallas Cowboys update here in uh, 60 seconds. Boss Frog, my guy, what's up? Jake, Boss Frog's here. Oh, great, great, great. Okay. <laughs> More money, hey, boss. boss. Dude you, needs are, a new shirt. Yeah, dude, are you are you wearing teal today too, or what are we doing? No. Uh, purple every day. Uh, but who exactly is paying for these visits? Ooh. Now we're having a conversation because if I'm cutting a check annually to a nonprofit to provide student athletes opportunities, we call that a collective friends, uh, and seeing an annual report where the money goes, I'm not giving donations next year. I'm not, I I'm on board a hundred percent like, and this ultimately is a problem. Go to SMU. Well, you know, we'll just, we have this huge collective. They're going to pay you 10 grand to just come and visit us, okay? Dallas on the chest and stuff, okay? Ready? Okay, here we go. Um, so they pay you 10 grand. You show up, put Dallas across your chest, and then you go and play at Texas A&M. You go play in Austin. You go play in Fort Worth. You go play in Houston. Probably not for Rice, but for Don't Dana, you know who I am? For Dana Holgerson before he gets fired at Houston. But anyway, that's not really um, the point. My point is you don't go and play in Dallas County, boy. No, you got to go to Tanner County. You go play at UTSA. What what is the what is what is a booster at at SMU say? Yeah, because if you're getting five grand to come for a visit from SMU, are I would assume somebody else you're probably a pretty good player, right? I mean, I would assume you're not paying three star kids five G's. But that's the issue with this whole thing. We're incent we're not incentivizing the kid. We're incentivizing the booster collectives. And the we're, we're incentivizing like, the kids' parents. Yeah. Because you can't yes. tell me mom and dad don't love the five grand more than the kid does. Yeah, daddy ball's paying off the mortgage real quick. But and that's a, imagine a kid that's taking multiple official visits and he's getting five grand to visit. He takes five, like, we're talking tens of thousands of dollars just to go and step foot on a campus. Yeah. Not to sign there, it's it's a it's a Travis Sham mockery in my opinion. Yeah. I I just I hate the whole thing. I call me old man on a porch. I I'm sure that I am. Excuse just, me, it's get off my lawn. Guy. I am just barking at the wind. I totally understand it. I hate the whole thing. Yeah, 
I hate the whole thing. And again, I, I'm a Notre Dame fan. We don't get the best recruits. Now, do we get really good recruits? We do. But the best recruits in the country are not coming to Notre Dame. Right. And if we got to pay five grand to have a kid come visit, I probably don't want that kid on my team. They, my, are you telling me that Tuscaloosa on a Saturday afternoon for Texas is not enough payment for you to you bring you, you, your mom, your friends, you, your mom, your brother? Why don't you come stand on the sideline for the Texas game? Because that's where the five star kid's going. Yeah. That's not, and we're going to put you up in the nicest hotel. We're going to take you to Bob's Steak and Shops. But this is this is my. That's point. not enough. No, I I think part of it, like I agree with that, but I think part of it for the kid, the kid's not worried about what's enough or not enough. The kid's saying, "Oh, the system's willing to feed me in this way. Let me get my parents taken care of. Let me let me get myself taken care of while I still can, because I know that inevitably this road leads here." Like, for some kids, here's the NFL. For some kids, yes. that's four years. Yes. So, dude, the kid's saying, hey, bro, I got to take advantage of this to the fullest. Well, and I look, and not to keep going back to Deion Sanders, but yeah. what did he say about Shador and, and Shiloh? Specifically Shador. Because Shador is NFL eligible today. Right now, he can, after the season, he can go into the NFL. Uh, he's not. He's coming back to Colorado. And why is that? Because he's driving to Maybach. And... He's got this deal and that deal. He's making not hundreds of thousands. Shador Sanders is making millions of dollars in NIL. Yeah. Why is he going to the NFL when he can hang out? And he says he loves every single day he's with his brothers and his dad playing football. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah. And you're making millions of dollars driving to Maybach? I think I'm going to hang out in, in Boulder. And for my money and, and for my sensibilities, that's what I want my kid to do. I want my kid to be innocent playing college football, hooking up with the chicks. Like if, if Shador Sanders was my son and he was that level of quarterback ready to go to the NFL right now, I would have the same conversation with him that Caleb Williams, father had with him. You're making bread. You have got the chicks. You have got the cars. You have got the off campus house or condo. Why are you going to the NFL? Matt Leinart. Him. Matt Leinert goes back to USC, and what's the first thing we saw of Matt Leinert? He was in a hot tub with like seven girls at SC. That's <laughs> a, If I'm Matt Leinert's dad, that's where I want my kid. As long as possible, because we... Now, this is way too far. We take the innocence of our kids away too fast. What now? Let me tell you what now. Because Justin Fields and, you know, all these dudes that are... Zach Wilson thinks Zach Wilson wouldn't give a, a left nut to have stayed one more year at BYU at this point. Hundred percent. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's remarkable the damage we do to a kid as soon as he's not a kid, he's an NFL player anymore. I got news for you, he's still a kid. Yeah. Because you don't you don't mature and grow up when you're playing college football. No, you're the privileged. expectations the expectations just mature and grow up. You are privileged. Yeah. Whoo. Okay. Okay, that was supposed to be football 50, 10 to the hour every hour. <laughs> 10 to the hour, every hour on the Monty Show. It is football at 50 presented by our good friends at Prize Picks. I think Prize Picks owns a greater percentage of my income than Mrs. Monty does. Mrs. Monty. Um, make sure you click the link in the description below. Get your Prize Picks on. Coming up in 30 minutes, we'll have our prize picks for you. Breaking news in the NFL. Ooh. 
This is a huge story. Trayvon Diggs of the Dallas Cowboys out for the year, tore his ACL in practice today. He gone. It's over. Yeah. And that defense, I, I don't I don't know what you do. I don't know how you bounce back from this. I'm not certainly saying, and I saw some of the comments, I am not certainly saying that the Dallas Cowboys are done. I am not saying that by any stretch of the imagination. But what I am telling you is, I don't know how you how you bounce back on this. I don't know. I don't know what you do without Trayvon Diggs because you've got so much of your schedule remaining. Yeah. And it happened in practice, yeah. not in a game. We talking about practice. And then, though, to make it even worse, Pro Bowl center Tyler Biadas is out as well. He injured his hamstring. Is he day-to-day? No, he's having an MRI. Yeah, that means uh, are we grade two or grade four? What are we looking at? It's brutal. And now sources are saying that uh, Biadas, quote, will be okay. Damn. Like, this was not a good day for the Dallas Cowboys, who, and for the first time in how long, you guys, can we say, I think the Dallas Cowboys are a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. I, I th- There's no other way to, to slice that. or yeah. They're a Super Bowl contender. No, it's September 21st, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. let's I mean, not get early, too excited. But, but, but again, it, it, I have no problem saying, hey, yeah, they've got a good enough team to go on a run. Now, I don't know if they actually do go on that run, but talent-wise, they do, absolutely. Brutal day. Yeah. Um, and then there's the Chicago Bears. Yeah. What do you even get? The Chicago Bears are a mess. And it has nothing to do with Justin Fields for once. Got this little news blast. Oh, DC Allen Williams resigned. Yeah, he's, he's got to focus on his health and his family. Yeah, you know. And then reports leak that uh, apparently his house was raided by oh. the FBI. But he's been doing some uh, illegal activities on the side. I, unconfirmed reports. I've heard some of the craziest stuff from, like, a high school friend of mine. On Facebook was like, oh, they found child put. No, they didn't. It turns out that it's not. a. Why do we have such an affinity? Anytime F, the words FBI and rated show up, we're like, yeah, it's a child porn sting. Why is that what we go to, dude? It well, could be any number of things. Because reports are that they confiscated his computers. I got news. Anytime the FBI raids your your garden shack, they're going to go inside and get your computer. The garden shack. Right? I mean, <laughs> it don't matter what they're raiding. They're getting your computers. Yeah. This is as bizarre as I've ever seen it. Though we have confirmed through the Chicago Bears and multiple other reports, the FBI did not go to Hallis Hall where the Bears practice and their headquarters are in Lake Forest, Illinois, just north of Chicago. They did not raid Hallis Hall, but multiple reports now. Pat McAfee amongst them today confirming the FBI raided Chicago, former Chicago Bear defensive coordinator Alan Williams' house. Brutal. Like, holy... Brutal, bro. Can can we just... Can I just ask a favor of the football gods above? And it's because of you, Vince Lombardi, that I won't get this favor granted, sir. Can we just have one day where... I don't even need good news about the Bears, but can we have just one day where it's like, oh, the Bears didn't have anybody's house raided by the FBI. It was a good day. (laughs) Oh, Aaron Rodgers, the owner of the Bears, has not commented on... (laughs) 
Can we do one day? I just nope. need one day. Nope. Nope. One day. Nope. Notre nope. Dame was going Dude, well. You haven't we Sam you. Hartman, Connor Bedard, the Cubs as as bad as they've been and as close to the outside of the the playoffs the as they are. Had a good day since you fired Lovey Smith after a ten and six season. No, Dick. They haven't had a good day since they fired Dicka. Lovey wasn't bad. Lovey Smith. That was a 10-win football program, dude. God. Lovey Smith is a defensive coordinator. That might be not true. Not a head coach. And from what I understand, Bears are looking for a defensive coordinator. Probably should call Lovey Smith in his Santa Claus-looking beard. Can we just have one day? No. Connor Bedard is talking about how much he loves Chicago and hates the way people drive there. I'm fine. Blackhawks are going to be fine. Cubs are going to Cubs. White Sox are going to White Sox. Bulls are never going to win. Can we just have one day where the Bears are not the most dysfunctional? How is it that the Chicago Bears, the quarterback apologized? He was misquoted. You were misquoted, mother. You what? were not. What? You were not. You were not misquoted, sir. No, Justin Fields, you, you were not. What do you say, thinking less? What do you think was causing you to think so much, maybe think too much? Um, you know, could be, uh, you know, uh, coaching, um, I think. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it makes it, you know, uh, they're doing their job when they're giving me, you know, what to look at and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I you know, can't be thinking about that when the game comes. I prepare myself throughout the week, and then when the game comes, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's time to play free at that point. So, um, you know, just thinking less and, you know, playing more. Okay, so the let me get this right. Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator of the Bears. Right, right. Won't shut up in my earpiece. That's what Justin Fields just said. Pretty much, yeah. They're talking too much in my headset. So I'm going up to the line of scrimmage thinking about everything but just playing football. You heard him say that. I just want to be free to play football. Is that not what he said? You, you guys' jobs are to get clicked, so it's like when you take my quote out of context, when, when you just say that... Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Quote out of, I'm sorry, I thought you said we took it out of context, sir. When you say thinking less, what do you think was causing you to think so much, maybe think too much? Um, you know, could be, uh, you know, uh, coaching. You, you guys' jobs are to get clicks, so it's like, when you take my quote out of context, when, when you... Wait, our job is to get clicks. We're, you said the coaches were the reason. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. F my L, dude. Like, this is terrible. This is this is horrendous. I'm so dead inside as a sports I knew today man. would be shitty. I'm from Chicago. What am I, and I, love what am I holding dude, on to? I, I, I am literally living and dying on Sam Hartman's jockstrap. Do you understand that? That's my life as a sports fan. I have Sam Hartman's sweaty jockstrap. Notre Dame, our mother. Pray for us, because that's all I got. I don't have the Bears, the Blackhawks, the Cubs, the Bulls. I You forgot one. No, I didn't. What did I forget? <laughs> well, there's another team that plays sports in Chicago. No, there's not. Oh, okay. My bad. Anyway, my point is <laughs> I ain't got I have nothing to hang on to. Oh, you're right. The Chicago Fire are terrible. <laughs> no. There's another one. <laughs> what am I hanging on to? <laughs> I'm hanging on to, oh, you took me out of context, Scott. You guys' jobs are to get clicks, so it's like, 
when you take my quote out of context, when, when you just say that. He tries to take responsibility, too. What quote did we take out of context? You, you guys' jobs are to get clicks, so it's like... Clicks? When you take my quote out of context, when, when oh. you just say that, if you paint the picture on the inside out, like, y'all are trying to split, split us up at the city. I'm not blaming anything on the coaches. I'm never going to blame anything on the coaches. Never going to blame anything on my teammates. When you say thinking less, what do you think was causing you to think so much, maybe think too much? Um, you know, could be, uh, you know, uh, coaching. Oh. oh, I hate when we take people out of context like that, dude. That's the worst. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I had not said what I had said. <laughs> well, I never said what you said. I had said that I said because I said it that you said it, but I didn't say that, bro. What are you talking about? You know man? what I'm saying? <laughs> Is that not what this dude just said? <laughs> I didn't say what you said I said because I said it. That's why you said I. And we were saying that. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Well said. Justin, you're terrible. You threw it hey, in. A... Dude, was it the guy wide open at the goal line? What, what Was it Buddy just 2 o'clock right here wide open that you, you just skipped over? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was that. I I, I don't know, dude. I give up. I maybe, give up. Maybe you didn't get paid well enough at Ohio State. Maybe that's what it was, dude. Maybe that's what it was. I just, I, I, mm. Beavers on a rampage. Sam Hartman never gets carded to buy alcohol. No. <laughs> 35 years old. Guy should be the quarterback at fucking BYU. He's so old. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Dude, I'd be pissed hey, too. How are you? Oh, look, Justin Fields getting ripped on Sports Center right now. Can we? Okay, really, and the really quick. Wait, wait, wait. The sad thing about the three-yard interception return for a pick six, he would. What hat did I wear yesterday? Playing terrible golf. <laughs> <laughs> Not kidding. The orange Bears hat with the blue script B on the front. What uniforms did they wear Sunday when he threw the worst pass in the history of the Chicago Bears? You know the answer is the because orange uniform. Because it's garbage. I'm never wearing that hat to play golf again. What do you mean, dude? What do you mean <laughs> that people are trying out try, are out here trying to get clicks, bro? What do you mean that we're trying to split up your team? You're the one who quite literally oh said they're in my ear too much. Makes my balls. And then and then to add insult to injury, practice today. What did we get? Oh, a cute little video of Justin and his nice, slick little visor on his helmet Him and hugging Luke his Getsy. coach, dude. Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator of the Bears. Come on, dude. It's on my Twitter feed. <laughs> I love that. Um, Sam Hartman never gets carded to buy alcohol. <laughs> That's so true. Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator of the Bears, and Justin Fields went their way in the open session of practice to hug. Hey, guys. And... Justin Fields pointed at the camera. I hate you so much. I just, just beat the Packers once and I'll forget about the intercept. No, I won't forget. That's the worst pass in the history of the Chicago Bears. Dakota Tubbs. Hey, Monty, don't forget about the Chicago Portages. Get that lacrosse action. What's the WNBA team in Chicago? Uh, the Chicago, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. They're not very good either. 
Um, OG Gary, I need my Saints to tank this season. The Sky. The, oh, the Chicago Sky. How could I? But you're still forgetting one. And, I'm and, not. Yeah. I, that's every team in Chicago. Apologize to I said the Chicago Fire. We get it. Okay. Uh, Tanner T, Monty, O-H, no. Nope. Mike Smith, ever wonder why sometimes QB offenses struggle until the last few minutes of a game and all of a sudden they play like world beaters? Because Justin Fields isn't their quarterback. Yeah. I hope that the guy just gets to play free football. But is there anybody of the 500 people watching this show and of the 3,000 people who watched the first hour, is there anybody who thinks Justin Fields is a legitimate foundational piece of an NFL franchise. No, and what no one wants to say is he hasn't earned the damn right to play free football. You haven't shown an ability on your own to play uh, a game without your OC being in your ear constantly. I just... Like, dude. And then, I, I, I really, in all seriousness, all jokes aside, I can't believe in that little media circle thing today, he's like, yeah, clickbait. Then, then he goes, clickbait? Then he goes, split the team up, and then he goes, but I'm going to take all the responsibility here. Like, come on, dude. And let's let's not take him out of context. Here's the full media bite from today. You guys' jobs are to get clicked, so it's like when you take my quote out of context, when, when you just say that, if you paint the picture on the inside out, like y'all are trying to split, split us up at the team. I'm not blaming anything on the coaches. I'm never going to blame anything on the coaches, never going to blame anything on my teammates. I will take every, whatever happens in the game, I will take all the blame. I don't care. It's a drop pass. It should have been a pass. Put it on me. But never will you hear anything come out of my mouth to where I will blame it on somebody else in this organization, my teammates. Never will you hear that. So I just want to clear that up and just know that, like, I need to play better. That's it. Point blank. If, if y'all, that's, that's what I should have said in the first place. But, you know, I was trying to give y'all more details because... You know, I appreciate y'all for doing what y'all do. And I try to give y'all the information y'all want for you guys' job. So um, I'm going to do that and in the future. like, But I ask you guys to, just to put the whole quote out. Don't cut it up into words and pieces to make it seem like I'm saying something that I'm not. So, Bro, what are you? What? And again, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm never going to talk about the coaches. When you say thinking less. What do you think was causing you to think so much, maybe think too much? Um, you know, could be, uh, you know, uh, coaching, um, I think. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it makes it, you know, uh, they're doing their job when they're giving me, you know, what to look at and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I you know, can't be thinking about that when the game comes. I prepare myself throughout the week, and then when the game comes, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's time to play free at that point. So, um, you know, just thinking less and, you know, playing more. What he is saying there, and I'm not saying you guys don't know this, but I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Justin Fields is talking about the communication into his earpiece during the game. And Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator, has been telling him things like, you know, they've been taught, he's been telling him blitz protections, protections, blitzes, hey, they're doing this. Because Justin Fields, and the reason Luke Getze went to that, Justin Fields has been struggling to believe what he is seeing. So throw out this past Sunday. In his previous eight games with the Bears, I would say, and I watch pretty much every snap of every game, you watch him routinely not throw to open receivers. 
you watch him routinely not take the check down. Yeah. So you're not going to throw to the open receiver. You're not going to throw to the check down who's your emergency outlet. You're going to take the sack instead. So go back to last Sunday when I think it was Levante David on the field talking to DJ Moore. And what did Levante David say? Hey, they're not using you right. What did DJ Moore, the Chicago Bears' number one receiver that we traded for, the number one pick in the draft, we gave it up to get him. He said, yeah, tell me about it. And why are they not using him right? Because Justin Fields won't throw the football to the open receiver, who is DJ Moore. So what did Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator, do? He put DJ Moore into two places, the slot, and then he put him on the outside at the boundary, and he had him running up and out at seven yards, which is the safety valve. So you won't throw him the ball when he's open on the hash, and you won't throw him the ball on the check down. What, what, what are we doing? Justin Fields is not an NFL quarterback. I don't know how else to say that. All this hocus pocus and this, this wizardry about him being an MVP candidate because he threw two, two passes in the preseason that went over the line of scrimmage. Now all of a sudden he's an MVP. <coughs> Come on, man. Yeah. Like you you know it when you see it. Yeah. You know it when you see it. It it is mm, don't don't no. Uh Beeves on a rampage. If I'm a Colorado, I offer Dion 10 years, 125 million. The money is not what Dion's motive is. The problem with that theory right there, Dion's making so much more. Did you hear about his blender deal? They thought that they would make $600,000 in sales. That's, and, and I want to say, what is it, 14 or 1.4 million? They've over doubled. Yeah. They're at like 240% of budget projection on his pre sale. They're not even for sale, they're pre sale. They made 225%. He's making so much money because he's got the Aflac Nick Saban deal. Yep. He's got the blender deal. He's KFC. got the, the KFC deal, the Nike deal. He's a yep. paid athlete with Nike. The And he's as much as said that, you know. Oh, hey, look at that. A new member on the show. Let's welcome John Teal. Let's go, baby. You guys can join as well. I'm terrible about doing this, and everybody points this out, and I know I should do it more. Join the membership. We have two levels. For $1.99 a month, you get your, your comments highlighted in red. And then for $9.99 a month, you can get into our members-only Instagram group where Jake will model all of his polo shirts in every single color. Is that not true? Anyway, in the yeah. uh, members-only Instagram group, we it seems like every day we're playing prize picks. Uh, we're talking football. We're sharing life stories. Lope fan Gabe is telling people how smart he is. Like, they know reset. You know, it's great. Boss Frog is putting pictures of his Porsche. Like, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It is a really good group of dudes, without a doubt. Uh, Harry Austin, I don't think it's the kids. It's the parents, especially with the 5K appearance fee to show up on campus. And what Harry's referencing is this story today um, from Ohio State AD uh, Gene Smith, who is retiring, by the way. 
but he's one of the longest tenured ADs in the history of college sports. And he testified in front of Congress that kids are now asking for $5,000 just to come and take their official visits. Yeah. That's wild. And it's also wholly illegal according to NCAA rules. That's not NIL money. Name, image, and likeness is not, hey, I'll come visit your campus for $5,000. That's not what that is. So, and I agree with what Boss Frog said earlier, those are boosters paying that money. That's what that is. And the hard part for universities, and again, I get it. The kid needs to, wants to, should be able to make money. This is not the way to make that money. Because what the kid's doing is putting the coach in the position of saying, or the recruiting coordinator, because the coach will know about it in a conversation that happened on a burner phone. Yeah. The recruiting coordinator is going to wind up going to the booster conduit, the collective, if you will, whoever that setup is at that school. They're going to say, hey, uh, you know, Jimmy Neutron over here wants five grand to come and visit us. I need you to wire that money. And then the kid comes and visits and he doesn't sign with you. And then what? Because nobody, nobody talks about the dirty underside of this stuff. Yeah. When the kid doesn't sign and boosters are pissed and NIL doesn't work. And, but that's why they're pushing it so far because you're exactly right. Like they need to, they need to, well, it's a sales thing, right? Yes. Got to up the close percentage. I mean, you know, you're getting, you're getting a lot of visits. Hey, let's up the close percentage. Six out of 10, seven out of 10 stay. Like we need that to be higher so we can see ROI on our $5,000 payment. And that's what I think is tough. I'm not going to sit here and not that you are, but I'm not going to sit here and be the guy that blames kids. I'm not no. doing that. The kid is the in my opinion a student athlete is taking advantage of the system. I I I don't know how we blame them for that. Let, let's instead talk about, hey, what is the school's role in this? And how do we make it so college athletics is not so competitive in the recruiting ground? Cuz that's that is, a tough one. That's the impossible question. How do you like what do you do to calm down the competitiveness? Because ultimately... Do we need to calm down the competitiveness? Well, I, I, I think we have to do something. I mean, maybe calm down is the wrong adjective. I, I, I don't know. But, like, Nick Saban's not Nick Saban without getting a certain level of recruit. Like, the, the great... But it used to be the recruit wanted to play at Alabama. And maybe they were getting paid under the table. I have no idea. Right. But money's always been a part of the equation. Sure. I, I have no doubt about that. Yeah. But it used to be that the five-star kid wanted to play at Alabama because those were the big games to play in. Mm -hmm. Now, I think the biggest problem in college sports is the five-star recruit is willing to play in not ga games that are not of consequence because SMU is going to pay him $5,000 to go on a on – a, on a visit. Well, and also Alabama is going to have way more NFL recruiting at it than some rando school that's no that no one talks about. But the problem is we've closed that issue with the cell phone. You can see a kid's tape on YouTube in two seconds. It's not hard to find. Yeah. So you and, know, and I think what you're seeing is, and at least the the rumors that I've heard, because this is not new. I've heard about this for a lot more than a couple of months. Like yeah. Years about kids saying, hey, well, you know, give me this and I'll come to your school. Give me, and it used to be, like at Oregon, one of the things you used to hear about is, hey, put me in the Jordan uh, influencer program and I'll come and visit Oregon, which means every time there's a program at Nike and it's athletes and influencers and a bunch of different people, all of these people get a box every month from Nike. 
that's got every shoe in it that's new release. Every single shoe, all of their new clothing, everything. You get a box a month from Nike. Kids would tell Oregon, Chip Kelly, allegedly, you know, it would say, hey, coach, put me in here. Put me in the influencer program. I'll come to Oregon. I'll come visit. I'll come play there. And what a lot of kids don't understand is that when you commit to Oregon, guess what you get? When you commit to North Carolina, what do you think, what do you think basketball players at North Carolina get? A lot of Jordans. So that wasn't enough. And it, it just keeps escalating from there. It's the the arms race. And if you if you you probably know this, and I don't mean to simplify things, it's why Under Armour schools don't perform as well as Nike schools. Because Jordans matter to 16-year-old kids. They want new Jordans. These color-changing shoes at, at Oregon. Yeah. Uh you you think this doesn't matter? Yeah. Do you do you really think, and I think we have a picture of it, I don't remember. Um, but do you really think that the color changing um, Nike dunks that Oregon's going to wear this weekend don't matter? The blacked out helmets. You think that you think those things don't matter? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think they absolutely matter, and I and I I I know I, I completely agree with that. I mean, I, I I think the idea that that a Nike school would outperform an Under Armour school is facts i i mean kids want to look good they want to feel good and they want to they want to roll up to the hard the the party rocking you know uh powder blue jordan 11s they want to roll up rocking you know like the best attire and then they want to go on the football field and they want to be given the best attire that they can get the best equipment that they can get the yeah. best looking equipment that they can get because they know what this game is which is the popularity game. It's it's partially a beauty contest. Yes, the stat sheet matters, performance matters, but hey, if I can be the guy rocking those cleats right there, I want to be that guy. And how could you blame a kid? That's why I say we shouldn't be blaming the kid, but we should be understanding, hey, it's going to continue to get pushed. The cool uniform is no longer going to be enough once a kid knows, hey, I can get totally five grand agree. on top of that. Totally like, agree. Like that's why I say, like when it was the whole Reggie Bush thing all those years ago. Dude, we've been dealing with this for decades. Decades. This isn't new. Yes. Uh, Tanner Plummer says five grand for Jimmy Neutron. Maybe he can use some of that money to fix his weird hair. It's a Jimmy Neutron. Never mind. I, I appreciate that, Tanner. Uh, Utah Jizz, I think let NIL run wild and the market will eventually regulate itself. Money won't be spent wildly forever. It will level out. I, that's another approach. That's why I say it's a philosophical conversation. Uh, I don't disagree. Phenomenal Hebrew, my guy. Where you What's been? Up, dude? Uh, forget relegation. We need NIL regulations. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Mike Smith, does Salty live on the Gold Coast or uh, post while on the beach drinking nice cold ones? No, he lives in... Aren't you in Melbourne? Oh, dude. Salty's here today? Yeah. Holy cow. Sup, Jeff? Sup, What's dude? going on? What's going on? I love it. Um, welcome to the Nightmare says, with relegation talk, don't you think that recruits will not want to go to non-Blue Bloods but still a P4-5 since the team can go P4-5 to get G5 off the rip year in and year out? I think relegation, it needs to happen before we start thinking it's something, yeah. right? Yeah. I, but it's an interesting point. If, if you're the Pac-12... And the Mountain West, I think it's going to make it more difficult if you're South Dakota State, North Dakota State, your mom's culinary 100%. school. 
It's going to make it more difficult. It's going to give Oregon State a huge advantage. A huge Did you guys see the background on the <laughs> Did you guys see the the background on the uh Oregon State Washington State call today? That it's going around that, you know, they changed I guess changed their background out of like they, they changed did. their background to all Washington State and Oregon State logos, and people thought that was funny because it didn't even have the Pac-12 logo in it. It just had their two logos, which it is admittedly kind of funny. But, but yeah, it's yeah the Pac-12 is not in a good spot. But I but I think for like schools like North Dakota State or South Dakota State, let's say, dude, you're you're not recruiting a kid who's going to Alabama. Like, let's be really let's be realistic here, right? Like, let's be honest. Like those schools are not in the same houses as SEC, like, blue-blooded no, schools. You're, not, not. you're not in the same certainly house, not. dude. And, and so the idea that, that like, like I'm not saying that this commenter is necessarily wrong, but I just think it's off base. Like, you're not, that, that logic doesn't apply because you're not recruiting the same kid. But it's an interesting point, though, because what did we learn on that call today? What we learned on that call today is that Oregon State is not traveling its band to the Palouse this weekend. So Washington State and their band is going to play the Oregon State fight song this weekend. Now, you may think that's inconsequential. It's not. They're already in money-saving mode. Do you understand they don't have a schedule for next season? They do not have a football schedule for next season. They do not have a basketball schedule for next season. Let that sink in. Yeah. They don't. And I think you can probably go through October before you make a football schedule. But I think maybe, maybe the end of October is as far as you can go. Yeah. But everybody tagged me in this certain podcast and I'm not even going to publicize it that talked about oh 99% done ESPN is forcing the big 12 ESPN doesn't force anybody to do anything uh forcing the big 12 to take Oregon State and Washington State let me get this right ESPN we confirmed through our sources reached out to the big 12 on Stanford and Cal and the Big 12 said, we're not interested. We do not want to expand further. They don't want six, you guys, members of the former Pac-12 in their conference. They said no to Stanford and Cal, but they're going to say yes to Oregon State and Washington State. Let that gravitate with you for a minute. And then ask yourself, when you, you see comments like this from Nightmare about relegation, understand the situation that they're in. Understand that Oregon State and Washington State are over a barrel. You have, you have got to get this, this court situation figured out. Has to happen. Yeah. And you got to get moving because you don't have a home next year. You do not have a schedule to play next year. In any sport. And it's September 21st. The miracles that are going to have to happen. The favors you're going to have to call in. To get those things done next year. I don't know how you do it. Yeah. 
That's I don't tough. know how you do it. It's really tough. But I have not from one person, and we talked, and I think, A, we've been pretty solid on expansion. I have not one time heard that ESPN has even approached the Big 12 about Oregon State and Washington State. No. Because why would they? Why would they inject themselves into that? Their schedules and their TV stuff, all of that is set. They're in a great, great position. And those two brands don't get them anything. Like, that's why Oregon and Washington to the Big Ten got done, because Oregon and Washington get you something, right? They get, they bring you a lot of value in a number of different ways. Ticket sales, TV partners, matchups, like all kinds of stuff. And understand that if you are ESPN, that's a football move. What does that mean? The pro rata we deserve? What does the contract in the Big 12 say? That ESPN owns 65% of the football content. Do you do you think ESPN is going to bring them in and, and pay on level terms for Oregon State and Washington State? No. And not only are they going to do that, they're going to force the Big 12 to let them do that. And that's new money. Because right now, ESPN's not paying anything for Oregon State and Washington no. State. No. So I I would slow your roll on that and I would caution you about the podcasts that and that's why a podcasting is such a dirty word. Yeah. And we've tried to stay away from it. And everybody's, well, you're a podcast. I'm not a podcaster. We do a talk show every day on YouTube. And it's this kind of stuff where there are just wild rumors thrown against the wall. And why with, do they do that? With no substantiation behind because it, it gets them attention. That's it. Because it, and that's why I'm not going to say the name of the podcast. Why do they do it? Because Justin Fields said they wanted clicks. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Make sure you hit the like button right now. Please give us a thumbs up. If you are not subscribed, we are rapidly approaching 40,000 subs on the show. So if you're going to click something ridiculous, click our subscribe button. It is ridiculous. We, we understand the show sucks and we appreciate that you guys are here every day. <coughs> um, you know. Yeah. Big blue horse. I'll take your word for it, dude. Uh, 40 years ago, SMU was executed for beating the big boys at their own game. So, wait, okay. Uh, now the big boys are bitching that anyone can p play their wink-wink game. No, see, that's actually not what happened. Was everybody cheating when SMU got the death penalty? Yeah, probably. Do we know that SMU was cheating when they got the death penalty? Yeah, they were cheating. It's why they got the death penalty, and it wasn't in dispute. See, uh, it's only a, a, a speeding violation if there's a cop. Oh, so you don't get caught if the cop's not there. If you're speeding like I was today, well, no, I wasn't because there was no cop there. What do you oh. mean I ran that stop sign? I, did I get a ticket for that? No, I didn't. SMU got caught speeding. SMU, and, I, I, with, and I'm guessing big blue horses that you're an SMU guy, which is cool. I don't have any issue with SMU. But please stop going back and making excuses for how stupid your boosters were. Now, they're rich folks. Money never equates to intelligence. <laughs> and you were not very smart boosters back in the day. Yeah. Now, you bought your way into the ACC. I'm guessing you're going to continue to spend that money with leverage on something and some people. Knock yourself out. It's a lot easier not to get caught these days. There's far, far, far fewer laws for the cops to enforce. So go and get it. But here's a question that I ask every SMU fan we come across. 
and I'm going to sit up straight. <clears throat> so you have all this money. You paid your way into the ACC. You have the, the most wealthy, deepest pockets in all of college athletics. How come you guys haven't won any games? Um, Why have you not dominated the AAC? Um, I mean, you're, you're SMU with a collective that was willing to pay the Pac-12 $70 million. How come you're not winning games? You got all this money. And you want to tell everybody how great you guys are. And you want to tell everybody how valuable you are. How come you haven't won a national championship in college basketball? How come you haven't been relevant in college football in how long? What you want me to say to them? And I know that you're the reigning four-peat champions of the AAC. Oh, wait, you're not. You know. So all I'm asking is now you're in the ACC. What good is all that money going to do? You changed one of the A's to a C. Now you're in the ACC. So help me understand you have all this money and you've had it for decades. It didn't get you wins on the field. So why should we think it will now? No, I'm waiting for you. Go ahead. I'm, it won't. Until you change systematically how you run your football program and cool. Cool, bro. Yeah. Tell, tell me why I should believe that. Yeah, it's spot on. You know. But it's that's just me. Uh, Beeves on a rampage for $5. The Monty Show is the Reggie Wayne of YouTube sports talk shows. Not as much hype as the others, but always delivers the goods. Wow, I appreciate that. I appreciate you, bro. And I would agree with that reference. Reggie Wayne was a stud. And he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Should be. Hey, look, your head coach is on the tube, dude. Stop. Sam Hartman. <laughs> do we? Be, do, do you guys, and let's settle it right now. Do you guys believe that Notre Dame beats Ohio State this week? Notre Dame, our mother. Pray for us. Do you believe? I'll believe it when I see it. I want to. Do you believe? I want to da badly. Is Reggie Wayne in the Hall of Fame? I don't think he is. No, he's not. He should be. Um, do you guys believe that Notre Dame wins that game? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's a big win. I think it's I I I, I, I think that in all seriousness, Sam Hartman's maturity and ability to play good football, and I'm not saying that means highlight real football, but what I am saying is run the offense, deliver the ball where it needs to be thrown, you know, put it on your guy, put him in a position to run after the catch, like all those little things an experienced veteran quarterback who's not you know, uh, overrun by the moment can do for you, I think Sam Hartman will do. And I think if he does those things and they execute, they will win the game. And I swear to God, if I watch this game and Audrick Estime fumbles the ball this week again, Why would you say that out loud? it's the reality of the damn situation. Audrick Estime loses them games repeatedly. It happens all the time. All the time. And then what happens? Sam Hartman's got to come in behind Buddy and, and, you know, make up for his slippery fingers, for his lack of technique, for his poor decision-making on where he wants to run. Um, yeah, that's why I say it out loud, because I love me some Audric Estime. I love the way he's built. I love the way he runs the football. But it's too often a silly fumble that, that ends up costing them. Yeah.
And you're not going to do that against Ohio State and win yeah. the game. Audric Estime has fumbled the ball at very inopportune times. There is no question about that. And I am the guy that's telling you, I believe that Notre Dame can win this game. Ohio State, it's it's a draw. It, it I think right now, especially with, speaking of Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison Jr. not playing, it doesn't look like. That helps. It certainly doesn't hurt. Yeah. But this will be by far the best team that Ohio State has seen. And I think Ryan Day is a fantastic coach at preparing his players to go to big venues and play big games. Agreed. And right now, that's the biggest game. Of, that is the biggest game of the year so far for both of these teams. And that number right there that's minus 355, that tells you they're thinking this is going to be a close game. 25 apiece yep. is, is, you know, if you think about that and then, okay, so now somebody's going to score another touchdown. If I'm if it's a touchdown game, because do the math, 25-25 is 50. The number is 55. They think somebody's going to win by a touchdown. They think it's going to be 31-25. Would be my guess, 31-24, let's call it. Yeah. I have to lean to Ohio State on that because as much as I love what Sam Hartman's done, I'm not ready to get all in on it. I am not ready to get all in on it. I certainly... Am not. Conference Commissioner Gumby, regular ass Ohio State. Right. They have been pretty mediocre. Yeah. I think that's a really not good point. impressive so far this year. Uh, Redwine 65, I think Ohio State by 10. Could be. That feels not wrong. Uh, Tarrant County, boy, God is a Trojan fan this weekend. God does not believe in Trojans. No. Um, <laughs> AAR, Notre Dame legends have a shot versus Ohio State Buckeyes. Hope you're right. Elaine Tran, Notre Dame will, I hope. Main event, absolutely. NE, I'm taking Notre Dame. Better defense than Ohio State than you add Sam Hartman and good luck, Buckeyes. I hope you're right. I hope you are right. Tanner Plummer, honestly, I do think Notre Dame can knock off the <clears throat> Ohio State. Mm. Ocean View Coffee Crew, me too. Elaine Tran, but they left. Okay. Tulane, what'd you say? Tulane, a co-founder of the SEC, but they left. Yeah. I'd... Tulane's frustrating because they should be in a P5, no doubt. Uh, Jimmy, uh, Jeremy Callahan, what's up, Jeremy? Good to see you, bud. Uh, nope, Sam Hartman won't be able to do the things because of coaching. Just ask Fields. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. See what he did there? Thank you. That was excellent. Well done. Uh, Gumby says, uh, I read that one already, regular ass. Uh, Cougar tracks, the Ohio State will win. I think you're probably right. Uh, Elaine Tran, Ohio State 28, Notre Dame 35. I love it. Not a chance in hell, Kiggity says. Damn, bro. <laughs> Have some faith. I love it. That's my guy, Giggity. You're the man. When are you coming back to Draper, dude? Yeah. We got to get together. Uh, welcome to the nightmare, says Notre Dame to OSU. Dad, <laughs> I want Notre Dame to win this game so badly. I want it so badly. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, Jesus loves Dion more than Notre Dame now. Wow. Oregon's going to win big. Ah! Um, my friend reminds me of that. Yeah, well, Tulane... He, Tulane, you, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. And Tulane, mm, let's see. Uh, oh, red wine. See, this is what I said last week. 
There's one game that Ohio State's got to worry about because I do think they're more talented than Notre Dame, but does that ever equate to a win? It doesn't. Nope. Ohio State just loses to Michigan. It's a wee fence. It, well, it is a wee fence. It, it, it is a wee fence. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to KF. Neil Brown needs to be fired. <laughs> By the way, I love that uh, avatar, that West Virginia Whoever avatar. Is amazing. Need to be fired. Love that, man. Good to see you. Thanks for joining the membership. You guys click the join button. Um, and I was told on iOS 17, which is the newest iOS that's out, you can actually click the join button yeah. on YouTube because YouTube re, uh, remade their app. Let me uh, uh, confirm because I did the updating and stuff. But uh, I, I really appreciate that. Uh, KF, welcome to the membership. Two levels of membership, you guys. One ninety nine. get your comments highlighted in red. We read all of our member comments first. For nine ninety nine, you get into our members-only group. Aaron Wilson was saying that we need more members in the members-only group. I like a small group, but I'm I'm wide open to it. I'm wide open to it. You know, I mean, I'm happy to, you know, whatever you like. I don't hate it. Uh, main event, it's Dame time. Well, let's go Notre Dame time. Uh, roundabout, not a Domer fan, but I got to admit that Sam Hartman is handsome SOB. Isn't he a good looking dude? Mm-hmm. Uh, God loves handsome people. Domers win. Let's go. Hey, Domer. 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 Mike Smith, Notre Dame probably wins, but rather Ohio State. Uh, you rather Ohio State win. No love for Notre Dame here. Okay, Mike. Duly noted. Let's see. Mike Smith is going to hell. Hates Notre Dame. That's every day. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Elaine Tran. Hi, Mike. <laughs> Cleveland Rocks. Clean sweep. Buckeyes, Browns, and Bengals. Ooh. Not if Joe Burrow doesn't play. Not if Joe Burrow doesn't play. That's a big one. Joseph Lee Burrow. I, I have a lot of concern about Joe Burrow because there, there's something wrong. Yeah. I, I don't know. And maybe it's this calf. I have no idea. Uh, there's something wrong. And if I'm Joe Burrow, I'm getting to TridayTrading.com slash Monty as soon as I can to secure my financial future. TridayTrading.com presents all of our college football talk on the Monty Show. Uh, you guys, have you been there yet? So, so good to see all of our viewers going to Triday Trading. You guys, there's so many of us in this Monty Show clan that have gone to Triday Trading, uh, gotten the $10 30-day membership. What are you waiting for? Because I know you've thought about it. In our members-only group on uh, Instagram the other day, there was a big conversation about day trading. There are so many misconceptions. Oh, day trading's a scam. It's not a scam. Day trading is a skill. It's not a scam. Uh, oh, you got to have a good market to be a good day. You don't. Actually, the market conditions don't matter. Like we're going through kind of a tough week on the Dow. Day traders who graduate the Tri-Day Trading Program and day trade full-time are making $1,000 or more a day. It's regardless of what the market conditions are because you're in and you're out. You're not hanging on the stock for 6, 10, 12 months. Yeah. You're in and you're out. And the best part about Tri-Day Trading is they teach you how to program their proprietary software to get you in and get you out. So if you want to do it part-time, you want to keep your day job, maybe you love your job, but you want to pay your house off or you want to pay your car off or you want to pay cash for a car or a vacation, whatever your financial need is, do it part-time. Make three to $500 a day. It takes about an hour in the morning. You program your trades, you go to work and you make money while you're making money. Yep, It's that simple. And when you graduate the Tri-Day program, 
They fund a trading account for you so you trade with their money, not your money out of the gate. And when you make money with TridayTrading.com's money, you get 80% of the profit. TridayTrading.com. Sign up for the $10 30-day trial membership. It's $10 to see your future at TridayTrading.com. Uh, all right, a couple more comments on Notre Dame, Ohio State. Um, let's see. Katie Rader gives us $2. Is my stuff getting through? Bueller? Yeah, Katie Rader, you're always getting through. We just have a lot of comments. and we we It's one of the best parts of our show. Uh, Katie Rader says, hey, Monty, really? Really what? Tanner Plummer. Hey, Notre Dame, do you believe? No. What do you mean, no? I believe. Do you believe? Yes. Yes, Coach, I believe. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, let's see. Green Street Utes. What's up? A very good slate of games this weekend. Really good games. Really, really good games this weekend. Lots of really good games. It, I will tell you tomorrow is probably, I've already been previewing our locks for tomorrow on the show. Tomorrow is probably one of the most difficult locks segments that we will do. Usually you can see games pretty clear, like the Utah-UCLA game. Uh -huh. I think that Utah is going to win that game. I feel really confident about that. The number is still six in favor of Utah. I think they win that game. You know, it's at Rice-Eccles. I don't see UCLA traveling that well. Transition year with DTR in Cleveland now. They're saying Cam's going to play. Yep, which I'm excited about. But I also look at a game like Old Miss and Alabama. You already know which way you're going to go on that. That game is at Bryant-Denny. Old Miss should not win this game. Yet I think they're going to. Yeah. I need to get further into that. One of the other games this week that I think is fascinating, how much of a bounce back do we get from Arkansas? Not enough to win at LSU. Texas and Baylor, that game's at McLean and Waco. Is this Dave Oranda's last best chance to keep his job? Yeah, you beat Texas, you're, you're good for the rest of the year. I think but you're good won't. for next year. He won't. They right? will not. I think that's a huge game. Just look at the Big 12, you guys. Just look at the Big 12 slate of games this week. Kansas and BYU. I feel strongly that BYU is going to go in there and make it a three-point game. Can they win it? Yeah, I think they can. Um, I love Texas Tech at West Virginia. Speaking of Neil Brown. Swear to God if Tech loses well, that game. Why is Texas Tech only six points in that because game? Because they've lost games they shouldn't lose. Because Buddy turns it over constantly. What do you guys make of Okie State going to Ames? That's a tough one. Because Oklahoma State should just boot heel. Do you believe the rumors? I think that's a huge. Did you guys hear about the hear about Oklahoma State? This is this is one of the most difficult. I think, and I'm not an Oklahoma State guy, but so many people have reached out to me about this. Yeah, I think this is one of the most difficult periods in Mike Gundy's tenure at Oklahoma State. There is a rumor out there from a message board. Take it what it's worth, but the media that covers Oklahoma State's kind of run with it that there will be a portal exodus after this weekend. And that Mike Gundy's going to lose up to 8 to 10 players this weekend. And I don't believe that for a second. Is he going to lose two or three? I think there's a really good chance. I think that Mike Gundy has a systematic problem at the crib. I think he is a guy that is... I Has he lost... 
a handle on it? He probably has. Okay, there's a little girl at my front door. Do I talk to her? Yeah, talk to her. Talk to her. Hello? Hello? Oh, hello. That would need to happen, like, in person. So if, if you um, can answer the door, like, maybe tomorrow, I can come back tomorrow. What do you want to talk about? Um, I'm doing a fundraiser for my Irish dance, and I was wondering if you would like to buy a swig or a quick car, car wash card. Are you a good Irish dancer? Do you like tip tap or like, I mean. I, yes, I do do cash. No, not cash. Are you a good dancer? I would assume so. I hope so. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, I would love to support your dancing. Um, why don't you, why don't you, I mean, can you come back around seven? Um, actually I can't because I'm going to dance. At seven. I like it. So, all right. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, if we can connect, or if you, you know, if you, yeah, if we can connect, I'm happy to support you. Okay. So maybe I'll come back tomorrow at like five. Uh, or... you could try. Sure. Okay. Thank you. Well, good to see you. Enjoy Bye. dance. Bye. There you go. See the the ring doorbell, you guys. <laughs> Bro, she's out there trying to get the NIL money, man. Come on, man. I support those people. Come on, man. A kid came to my door the other day, and I spent 25 bucks for his football program because they, they stopped getting funding from the school district, and he's playing lower-level football. It's all them visits, man. I meant to talk about this, and I'm glad that I, I didn't forget about this. Football 50, 10 of the hour every hour on the Monty Show. We should talk about this. I'll get back to Mike Gundy in 10 minutes. Football 50, 10 of the hour, every hour, presented by Prize Picks, the official daily fantasy partner of the Monty Show. Prize Picks, click the link in the description below. A kid came to my door the other night at like 7 o'clock, and he was talking about how they used to get funding from the local school district to pay for things like travel. And the insurance rider that goes... Apparently, there's an insurance rider you can get. Oh, okay. Out of pocket for parents in the area that I live in, it's $1,800 to play tackle football. Okay. And he's, he's he said most of the kids on my team can't afford it. Which in the area I live in, and I'm not rich, and I don't live in a rich neighborhood, but that's a little surprising. But it's $1,800 for your kid to play tackle football? And he said that's not the travel expenses. That's just the fees, the insurance, and the pads. And it's not travel. It's not hotels. And he said a lot of, a lot of kids, including me, I can't, I can't play travel ball because we can't, we can't afford it. So he doesn't go to camps and... $1,800 just to play the season of football. Yeah, that's wild, dude. I mean, that's... So I know. gave him some bread. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's it's brutal. It is so expensive. And I don't know if your kids play football, how much you guys pay to have your kids play football. But that is so, so expensive. It is. That's wild. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says, Stone Phillips be by in a couple of hours. <laughs> what? <laughs> um... I was just trying to support a girl who does Irish dance. 
Yeah. I don't mind supporting kids. I I used to have to fundraise. I, when I was a kid, it was candy bars. Yeah. We sold candy bars, and we sold decals, like stickers for windows. Yeah. Um, and we used to go around all these shopping centers, and we would sell. And I want to say it was for a dollar. We would we would we would try to sell, and I don't remember what it was, but we we sold a ton of stickers that paid for field maintenance in baseball. And you would support our baseball club, which is cool. Um, Redwine said, what happened to the cookies? I have no idea what happened to cookies. No idea. Remember when they used to sell cookies? Uh, Danny Dimes or Danny Nichols? Danny Nichols, apparently. You know. Uh, welcome uh, to the Nightmare, says Girl Scout NIL. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean? Like, she's just trying to get that NIL bread, dude. You know, like, exactly. Uh, Monty's a baller. I'm not, Gumby. I'm not. Uh, is it a private school or a public school? Public school. The football kid was in a public school. Right around. And there's all those signs up that say register for fall football. And it's like 1800 Register bucks. for $1,800 mortgage payment. Uh, Tarrant County, boy. Girls don't sell cookies anymore, I guess. Uh, or it's the way to go or dancing. Well, now I always see the Girl Scouts at stores. grocery stores. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know. Um, let's see. And he says, his California some leagues are five grand? Stop. Stop it. $5,000. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Tanner Plummer says, uh, missionaries, mercenaries, what's the difference? Nothing right now. Roundabout. My son played high school and college ball. It's expensive, man. Uh, James. James, our, our Oklahoma State expert. Jeremy, if it's Gundy or Rangel, they are going to throw to tight ends in the wide receivers. Ray has dropped too many passes. Okie State can have a passing attack if they would pick one QB. One QB, please. That's it. Jeff Woodworth, 10 to 15K for hockey? Dude. That's wild. That's wild. Uh, Matt Ritson, Monty does good deals for days. I, well, I try to. Utah is Irish Dance School needs a collective. Let's start one. Giggity, those candy bars were dangerous. I'd eat more than I sold, right? Oh, my God, I'm so fat. Oh, my goodness. I used to have to do the mixed popcorn thing. You know, the uh, oh, cheddar, caramel, you yes. know, chocolate. Yes. Uh, welcome to Nightmare. Out here selling those discount carts. And and how? Um, whoa. Uh, let's see. Alan says uh, Utah high school football needs some NIL bread. Should they we, do. Should we leave? So tomorrow, obviously, we're doing the show, right? You told her to come back by tomorrow at 5. Yeah. She said should, she'd try around 5 o'clock. Should we leave 25 bucks under, the, under a potter or something on your porch in case she actually follows up? And then you can answer the call on, on, the ring, on the ring doorbell. I wonder if she'll show up. Well, that's what I mean. If she shows up, because nobody else will know it's there, right? Because we'll just put it, you know. Yeah, I guess I could find somewhere to hide it. Or like under a mat or yeah. uh, there's somewhere we could put it. Yeah. Yeah, I, or maybe I should. And maybe we'll get it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, breaking news in the NFL this afternoon. This is a big deal. The Dallas Cowboys are going to be without Trevon Diggs for the entire season. He tore his ACL at practice today. 
Um, out for the season. Jake, how big of a loss is this for the Cowboys? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a big deal. Obviously, you know, Trayvon's a, a playmaker, someone that can totally change a game, uh, someone that can literally put up points for you in some instances. And I think that, you know, those guys are hard to replace. They're, and frankly, I think for this particular case, there is no replacing Diggs. And, and I think that, you know, he he is someone on their defense that brings a lot of energy. He, he puts guys in a better position to make plays. Like, there's a lot of great things he does. So the idea that you're not only losing a corner, you're losing a big-time corner, a playmaker, a game wrecker, you're losing that type of talent. That's a big deal. Now, this obviously doesn't end their season the same way losing Aaron Rodgers into the Jets season, but this is a big loss on your defense. And so the question really is, what are you going to do about it? Because I agree with the people saying, hey, you've got the Cardinals this week. You know, you're going to beat them. No problem. Um, but you got to figure it out by the time you, you get to the 49ers game, which I think you said was October 8th, I believe yes, it is. Yes, yep. So you've got, uh, what, about a, uh, three weeks here or so to kind of figure that out. And, and I don't know what that looks like. So once again, in the NFL, it's all about who stays healthy through the season, not who has the best roster on paper. Yeah, I think this is a huge blow for them. Uh, I, I just don't know how Dallas recovers. I don't know how Arizona State recovers. Um, <laughs> dude, I love Kenny Dillingham. I just want people to know. You guys remember this from Kenny Dillingham, right? I knew today would be shitty. I mean, they receive horrible news on a Tuesday practice in the morning before uh, we meet for special teams. So to think that 18 and 22 year olds are going to go out and have a good Tuesday practice is absolutely delusional. But you guys remember that, right? Well, that was mild compared to this from Kenny Dillingham today. If you don't expect to win every game, you got a problem. I don't care if I'm playing Michael Jordan in basketball. I'm not playing him to lose. Otherwise, why would I, why would I play? I'm not just going to play because it's fun. No, what's fun is competing to win. So you're playing to win. That's it. And if you don't, whether, whatever happens after the game, it doesn't matter. You then watch the tape and you get better and you grow and you get better and you grow and get better. And eventually, right, Saturday nights are going to feel better. Bro, wow. dude, are you okay? You know who this reminds us of. You know who this reminds us of. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. That's the great thing about sports. You play to win. And I don't care if you don't have any wins. You go play to win. I knew today would be shitty. I mean, there was. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny. My guy, Kenny Dillingham, going full Herm Edwards. Tell me that was not amazing out of Kenny Dillingham. Listen, they're going to be bad this year. They're t as as Kenny said, there are going to be a lot of bad Saturdays, right? But that's amazing. Incredible. That he rolled out the you play to win the game. Kenny Dillingham, and I want to play it one more time because I think it's so amazing. You don't expect to win every game. You got a problem. I don't care if I'm playing Michael Jordan in basketball. I'm not playing him to lose. Otherwise, why would I, why would I play? I'm not just going to play because it's fun. No, what's fun is competing to win. So you're playing to win. That's it. And if you don't, whether, whatever happens after the game, it doesn't matter. You then watch the tape and you get better and you grow and you get better and you grow and get better. And eventually, right, Saturday nights are going to feel better. But if you don't take the field and you expect to win the football game, something's wrong. You should expect to win. You, you should, that's, otherwise, you shouldn't be on the field. 
My God, I love it so Fast. much. Facts. I love it so, so much. Kenny Dillingham at ASU is absolutely, positively insane. Football 50, 10 to the hour, every hour, presented by PrizePix, prizepix.com. Download the app. There's a link in the description of the show below where you can get it. 100% deposit matching, you guys. Um, I love prize picks. It is the best of times and the worst of times. <laughs> and oftentimes I want to rip my eyeballs out. But prize picks, when it's when you're watching games, I just think it's so much fun. And it's football. It's baseball. It's hockey. It's hell, the WNBA. It's Call of Duty leagues. It's so much fun to play prize picks. Check it out online, prizepicks.com, or just click the link in the description below, download the app, and get 100% deposit matching. And what that means is, hey, up to $100. So if you're going to deposit $100, PrizePix is going to give you $100. It's that simple. It is awesome. PrizePix, the official daily fantasy uh, partner of the Monty Show. Real quick, let's get to Jake's Prize Picks today. I did not screenshot mine because I'm a terrible person. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, did you put yours in here? Uh, no, I did not, because I didn't get to finish mine either, because we were busy before the show. You know... <sighs> Sorry, dude. We were talking about Daniel Jones, okay? We were talking about Daniel Jones. On prize picks, Daniel Jones is 214 and a half passing yards, more you gotta go, or less. You got to go more now. What, you, you think more now? Well, why would you go less? Because it's the Giants, and they're terrible, and they're playing the Niners. Right, but there's no Brandon Ayuk, so I think that's a... Sh I don't know, man. I'm a believer that at some point, and I don't know what you guys think about Daniel Jones and and really any of the maligned quarterbacks. This is a Joe Burrow conversation. Uh -huh. Do you believe that Joe Burrow bounces back? Do you believe that Daniel Jones bounces back? Do you believe, like, you're not a Derek Carr guy anymore. I'm a huge Derek Carr guy. Mm -hmm. Justin Fields is never bouncing back. I think Daniel Jones bounces back, and it's Thursday night on short rest for the 49ers. I, I would take more from Daniel Jones tonight. Okay. All right. I'll follow your advice. We're going more. Where are you? 214. Let's let's do some quick prize picks before we get back to Mike Gundy at o Ohio State. Um, where do you guys come down on more? 214 yards, more or less? That's what I'm saying. I'm going to follow your advice. I'm going to go more. Prize picks adjusted the line on Garrett Cole tonight, who's pitching. Six and a half strikeouts versus Toronto. More oh, you got to go more. Got to go you more. You got to go more. I don't even think that's a question. Got to go more, and then we're going to go, uh, let's see, let's go. Spencer fucking Strider pitching tonight? No, he's not, no. unfortunately. Freaking Strider. We're going to go walks aloud. You guys, I am trying so hard not to curse. Uh, <laughs> got about a minute and a half to do this because games are starting. Oh, yep. right here, right here. Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, two and a half hits, runs, RBIs, more or less. We're going more. $20 play. To win a hundred dollars. Oh, you guys. I just got the official delivery notification. Let's go, Apple Watch. Oh the brand new Apple Watches okay. at the Apple Watch Ultra. I went to the Apple Watch Ultra. So what are your prize picks tonight? Then more on Daniel Jones at two fourteen and a half. More on Garrett Cole, six and a half strikeouts. Wait, let's see. Uh, in the comments section. <laughs> Drew Money. What the fuck? Less on vanilla pick. <laughs> Dude, that's cold-blooded. That is absolutely cold-blooded right there. Um, I think you have to go more. Yeah, welcome to the nightmare says more. 214 and a half. I went more. I, you have to go more. Okay. You, you, 
Now, I'm not the guy to be prize picking with recently. Anyway, um, you know, I've, I've, I'm on a, I'm a, I'm on a four day losing streak on prize picks. Right. Uh, but I'm going more on Daniel Jones as well. Here's Jake Garrett, uh, two fourteen and a half in the comment section. Where are you guys at on this? I think you go more. Yeah. I, I think you go more, uh, Danny Nichols. It is Tarrant County boy says <laughs> you guys are being mean now. You guys are being mean now. Uh, Green Street Utes says, quick update on the members-only fantasy league. Oh, that's right. I forgot about this. Ooh. So we're not involved. Just so you guys know, there is a fantasy league on this show for the members-only content crew. We are not involved in this league. We do not ever put ourselves in a position to take from our yeah, viewers. We're not doing ever. that. Nope. Ever. Nope. We will give a prize to the champion of this league, though, at the end of the year. Uh, two mics are two and zero, oh, leading the pack. Most everyone is one and one. Two people have terrible teams. Good work, Bengals. <laughs> Seriously, no, that's good. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, let's see. Mike Smith, what are you doing? I'm married, but there are things called computers. You can owe more than one. You can own more than one TV, no matter what the boss tells you. I agree. Okay. I don't know what that's about. Um, roundabout. Did he say members only fans? He did not. No. <laughs> uh, Johnny Gonzalez, Monty Show Prize Picks disclaimer: I'm terrible at prize picks. I'm just telling you now. You know, Jeff Woodworth says I'm in a fantasy league on OnlyFans every nice, night, dude. Every that's right, night. Every single night. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with the over on Daniel Jones. I think you're gonna hit that huge. Uh, I think I hit it every time. Mm -hmm. uh, John Teal for $2. Tell the kid to keep his 1800 and run track. Seriously. I think I've hit it every time. 1800 bucks for football is ridiculous. Ed Ogeron is available. Cough, cough, Okie State. You're not firing Mike Gundy. No. Uh, Katie Rader, I got your dancing $25. Come on, gang. That took huge guts from that kid. It did. Yeah. yeah. That's why I, I am a huge believer. You guys don't care about this. I'm just. Do you now. believe? I'm a huge believer that kids selling door to door. I, I used to knock doors to mow lawns. I think that was a huge part of my development as a person. And I think working for your bread is a huge part of your development as a kid. Yeah. And I wish that parents, and I know we're all busy and we've got all this other stuff going on. I wish we talked to our kids about credit cards, checking accounts, how to make money, how to spend money, how to save money what the stock market is, what day trading is, what I wish we talked about that, but we don't. And so a kid who comes to my door gets my full attention. Yeah. And I generally will support them. We've done it in the past. Yeah. We bought, we bought discount cards for, there was a local pizza joint. There was a, like, I mean, we support those kids. Even this kid walked up to our door. I don't remember when it was, but he had a box of uh, candy bars. And he, he straight up was telling us he was trying to buy video games. I was like, hey, I'm here for it, dude. And I bought a Snickers bar and a Twix bar from him. And I was happy to do it. If yeah. you're going to knock on my – if you have the balls to knock on my door and say, hey, buy these candy bars so I can X, Y, Z. Now, if you say smoke weed, get a hooker, whatever that might be, I'm probably going to say no. Yeah, I know what time it is. You know. Yeah, if you got – you know, if you're – yeah, if you're – nah. But you want your kids' dance fees covered? Tell them to knock on my door. I'll contribute. Appreciate that, Katie Raider. Thank you. That was very nice of you. Um, let's see. Who else is in today? James. 
The long-term solution for Okie State is to bring Zach Robinson back. Man, have I heard that name a thousand times. Uh, train him up and make him the next head coach. I I don't think we're talking about firing Mike Gundy. Not yet. Now, if this story is true, and, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but I don't think we're talking about firing him. James, don't go anywhere. Uh, Boss Frog, behind on the show, Graham. Have faith in your team, Monty. I'm putting action on Notre Dame Moneyline to watch them lose. My man. When are we going to – Boss Frog – when are we going to meet in the middle, or when are we going to fly down and have have Bob's steak and chops? We got to hang out, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm we, like, it, it, I mean, I mean, do you want me to wear the teal shirt to Bob's? Because I'll do it if that's what it takes. I mean, if that's Jake, what we're talking about, that's Jake, I'll, I'll do it. Jake. Yeah. Nobody likes the teal shirt. Unbelievers, dude. No, we're not dude, you're unbelievers. Hating. You're hating the teal shirt as a vibe, dude. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, no, for the San Jose Sharks, for for freaking. Who? Me. Why didn't you wear it golfing yesterday? Oh no! Because I don't. I don't. I don't. I. I had to go full. Jake went know. full blackout yesterday yeah. to golf. He, he shot a seventy-nine yesterday. Yeah, I went full blackout mode yesterday. Yeah, yeah. No teal. No okay. teal. No teal. Okay. Boss Frog, we got to take care of that dude. We absolutely have to take care of that. Um, let's talk about this Mike Gundy thing at Oklahoma State because I actually think this is a big deal. Yeah. Um. There is, there are heavy rumors. Swirling. The, and a lot of it is, and how do I say this politely? A lot of it is BS message, message boards. Yeah. Let's be honest. But what happened when that happened? The media that covers the pokes jumped all over it. And the rumors are that there's going to be a portal exodus after this weekend. And the reason that happens is you don't lose a year of eligibility. But they're saying that there is going to be a portal exodus in Stillwater. Right. And a lot of it centers around the way Mike Gundy treats NIL agents and representatives and parents. Yeah. If you thought when you came to Stillwater that Mike Gundy was going was gonna to coddle you and stroke your, your forehead when you didn't feel good and... He was going to bring you milk and cookies in your dormitory in your off-campus apartment. I don't know what Mike Gundy you interviewed with to be an Oklahoma State football player. Mike doesn't care about your NIL agent. He doesn't really care about your parents. He cares about you. You play football for him, but you're going to play football. And if you're not going to play football the way Mike wants you to play football, you're not going to play football at Oklahoma State. Yeah. And there's a lot of people pointing to the Spencer Sanders bail. The lack of a quarterback, the lack of creativity, enthusiasm, and energy that currently is ravaging the Okie State program. Enthusiasm. Is he going to lose kids to the portal Monday? Probably. Is Nick Saban going to lose kids to the portal Monday? Probably. It's Lane Train. Uh, it's that time of year. Yeah. Dallin Holker's at Colorado State because what did he he do after Week Four? Jumped in the portal out of BYU. That's why he's there. It happens. Is it because Mike Gundy's a red ass? Probably. Is it going to be a dozen kids and they're not going to have enough to field a team? No, it's not. There are systematic issues at Oklahoma State. And the biggest problem and the thing that I worry about, and we talked about this at 
Big 12 football media days in yes, Tarrant we did. County. Yes, we did. Mike Gundy's not the same Mike Gundy. No, he's He doesn't not. have the energy, and he doesn't have that it factor on the football field right now. He's gravitational when he walks into a room. But he doesn't have that thing that had made him that guy. Wherever it went, he needs to go find it. Because I think Mike Gundy is a year away from being in real, real trouble. Well, let's 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 be realist though, right? Like I think, you know, for guys like Mike Gundy who have who are long timers, veteran head coaches, been doing this a long time. When you when you see change coming up on the horizon and then you see that same change knocking on your front door, and then that same change walks into your crib and takes your opportunity away from you because you won't embrace it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's the issue, Mike. And and I'm not saying Mike. Mike doesn't know how to put a game plan together. Mike, you do know how to put a football game plan together. That much is very clear. Do I disagree with the idea of running three quarterbacks out there? Do I disagree with your philosophies on yes. on, on 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 the portal and, and and really in the bigger picture roster construction and philosophy? Yes, I'm much more in the Dion camp with the transfer portal. I'll be honest. I don't give a damn what it takes. Do what you got to do to put the best few, the, the best team on the field. Let's stop having the philosophical I'm on my high horse conversation uh, in, in Oklahoma State land. Let's and I, talk about winning. I, I think it is a plague on – I think it's a plague on guys like Dabo. I think it's a plague on guys like the Sabinator. I think it's a plague on guys like Jim Harbaugh. I think it's a plague on guys like Mike Gundy. Yes. They want to hang on to the way it used to be, or they don't like to, It doesn't matter what you like. You have to win. It doesn't matter how it right? used to be. It doesn't matter, you know, how you want it to be. It only matters what it is. We can, we've had this whole great conversation today about, you know, uh, uh, this $5,000 payment concept with Gene Smith at Ohio State and, and how, you know, he feels like there's change needed and he'd legislate it this way or do things that way. And the reality of the situation is it, it's the way it is right now. And until it changes, kids are going to keep asking. Until it changes, kids are going to go ahead and, as Dion said, hop in the portal because they want to get to a better opportunity for their given situation. I don't believe this nonsense on a message board for a second. And if Monday comes around and he's lost 20 kids, then we can have that conversation. But I'm not going to sit here and believe uh, Reddit or whatever message board this was uh, and, and, and take that as like some fact or some reliable feed or source of information. Because ultimately... That's what the media in Oklahoma State land has done. They've said, oh, it's a message board, and allegedly it's someone that everyone knows, apparently, and that means it's fact. That's where we run into problems. But I, 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 I do think it's important to go back to Spencer Sanders because the thing that, that really stood out, and this is my opinion, the thing that really stood out is Spencer Sanders raving about the style of offense at Old Miss. Now, I would also point out he's behind Jackson Dart. But what did he do? He raved about Lane Kiffin. Okay, he transferred in there. What else would he do? He raved about the balance in the offense. He raved about the quality of talent on the offense. The way they used the running backs in the offense. He raved about the style repeatedly over and over again. And it's very clear, and I don't think this is a secret, but it's very clear he left 
Stillwater because he didn't like the offense and he didn't get along with Mike Gundy but why at the is end that, of that. But why is that then mean that the program's melting down? Because you don't lose a quarterback like Spencer Sanders very often. If Spencer Sanders was there, they're probably three and zero. Well, I yeah. mean, if we're being if we're being honest about it, right? You're not two and one. You're three and zero. You don't lose to South Directional Alabama School. <laughs> you don't lose to Directional Alabama School with Spencer Sanders there. Right. But he's not there, so you're two and one, and you looked terrible. Not just against directional Alabama school. You haven't been great all season long. Because it's garbage. And you're going into Iowa State, Kansas State, Kansas, West Virginia, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, UCF, Houston, BYU. That should be an 8-9-10 win schedule. But now directional Alabama kicked you in the crotch. So so whose fault is it really? Mike Gundy's fault. This you. is Mike Gundy's fault. 100%. And now Mike, but Mike Gundy has earned the opportunity to change. Agreed. You know, so I, I think that's a, hmm, it's a philosophical thing. I, I, I really think it is a philosophical thing. And, and I don't know, James is our resident Oklahoma state expert. I'm not advocating for Mike Gundy to be fired. I do think Dunn, Rattay and Clements are the guys. If you bring Zach on staff, teach him, he could be the head coach in five to ten years. Mike Gundy isn't going to be there in five years. I just don't see that out of him. You know, like, it, it's just one of those you things where... You think he'll where move on? Or you think he'll just be done? Retire? I, I don't know what the... And he's I, only... Isn't he only in his 60s? Well, how old is Mike Gundy? He's not... Oh, yeah, I think he's, he's in old. his late 50s, early 60s. Yeah, Mike Gundy's not old. You uh, know. Let's see. It's 56. Mike Gundy's not old. Yeah. I mean, and, and yeah, I mean, kind of like what you were saying in Big 12 Media Days, I mean, he's still got energy about him. He's still, it's not like he's he's lost this thing in person, but I, I do agree. Like, I, I and again, I think we're seeing this in a lot of different areas. Dude, if we're going to sit here and rip uh, uh, Mike Gundy, we need to be sitting here ripping guys like Dabo Swinney. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah. Mike Gundy's not the only one whose program is not in a good place right now. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Gonzalez, did college fans expect Gundy to coach as many years as Bowden or Paterno? I don't think anybody's coaching as many years as Bowden or Paterno. And why are we bringing up Paterno, dude? Yeah. I, he's not a respect. gold standard for anything. Yeah. He's not a gold standard for anything. Um, guys like David Shaw. But David Shaw had a choice. You understand that? David Shaw's situation was different. David he got Shaw, fed up. David Shaw got fed yeah, up. Yeah, dude. He got tired of the BS. He got fed up. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Roundabout, I'm not a fan of the portal. Too many good players are buried on blue blood benches. Let them go play at UCF and the other parachute schools where they can show their ability on the field. Well, and the other thing about the portal roundabout, and I, I think that's a great point, but how many kids actually change schools, though? And, and I'm not talking about Cody Epps at BYU. Cody Epps got in the portal, tested the water, stayed at BYU. Right. I'm talking about the kid that leaves his current situation, gets in the portal, and has nowhere to go. Doesn't get an offer, doesn't find a new home. <laughs> Is that I would I would guess if there were I think the number last year were twenty nine hundred something, almost three thousand kids got in the portal. And less than half found a new in situation. Less than half yeah. found a new situation. Yeah. It, it, the transfer portal is viewed as this all-knowing, all 
situation fixing thing. Yeah, it's viewed as an escape hatch where you can go to greener pastures. And it's not. Yeah. It is not. Tanner T. Uh, Deion is being treated like he's doing something never seen before. That's all BS. He's following Lincoln Riley's blueprint, stole all the talent from OU, and bailed using the portal. Seen it before. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, but I think the difference is, is, and I do agree with what you're saying here. The only part that I disagree with is that he's stealing talent. He's not stealing talent from anywhere. These kids, these kids were available. Now, he had conversations. You know, did he did did he obviously load his deck as much as he could? Well, of course. What do you expect him to do? I mean, that's what nobody really wants to talk about for all these kids that jump in the portal. And it's true, less than half of them find a home. But we're talking about, like, for, for you know, Sanders, right? Spencer Sanders like, dude, you, you didn't go to Ole Miss on accident. You had conversations with Lane Train and Jackson Dart. You talked to people, and you were like, yeah, that's a situation I want to go to. And as far as these kids not getting to play their games and, and we're fed up with that, you, you understand the philosophy behind that, though. Hey, if I'm, like, if I'm, if you're a freshman, and yeah. you hop in the portal after four games and you keep that freshman year of eligibility. Hey, let's go to a new situation, understanding I'm going to sit for two to three seasons, let's say, or at least two seasons probably. I'm going to learn the system under Nick Saban. I'm then going to, or I should say Tommy Reese if you're a quarterback. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to learn that system. I'm going to sit behind the guy. And then when it's my turn, I'm going to ball out for one season. And then I'm going to go to the league. Yeah. I mean, we've seen that on repeat for how long? Yeah, I'm just saying, man. Uh, I d- I don't disagree with you at all. Like it's kids aren't interested in taking the risk of injury risk of playing three years. Yeah, but real quick in the comment section, who who is who? I don't know who Astro is, but I, I I'm not sure what you guys are referencing about Astro. And it does tell me that he got blocked. So whatever he said, I, I okay, cool man. I I don't. So for everybody asking, I don't know the answer to your question. Uh. Oh, now I see why he got popped. Okay. Yeah, well, another example of a guy coming in and, and being – never mind. I we'll won't – okay, do, do we need, do we want to do a poll on whether I should never wear this shirt again or not? Was it about the shirt again? There were some non-conforming references to – yeah. I think the shirt's, casual. I think the shirt's fine. I mean, I, I like the shirt, obviously. I don't think people hate the shirt. Uh, Xerox, you can burn – Katie Raider says, what's Xerox? Okay. Um, <laughs> Conference Commissioner Gumby, the South Alabama. Right. You want to know my life? I said South Alabama the other day and got corrected in the YouTube comments. It's Southern Alabama. Don't you disrespect us. <laughs> Sorry, directional. My Here bad. Here I am. My bad. My bad. Getting no, I'm not doing it. OG Gary, not everyone can be uh, as good as the University of Utah and the Louisiana State University. Right. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. I'm so happy for you, Gary. Gary's Gary got into what is it? Your master's program at LSU. Stud. Stud. Uh, most are better. OG Gary. Ooh. Don't even start that. Tarrant County, boy, SMU. Okie State needs to get in the 5K club. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Bryce Martin, what's up? Isn't Bryce going to the Texas game? Yes. Didn't Bryce win the tickets to Baylor, Baylor Texas? Texas? I believe I think that's you did. correct. Is Okie State fixing to have a walkout with the players? Like this much unhappiness leads to portal moves. I think unhappy players do go into the portal. But I don't think we can just trust. Like, this is my problem with message boards, dude. Like, like, like. 
Buddy rolls out, oh, there's going to be a mass exodus, a walkout. The seas are parting, and dudes are going to walk out into the portal. Yeah, like, I don't think it can Like, do what it. are you doing, man? Like, every like every time the window opens, there's always, I, I would say, zero to five kids that hop in the portal. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Monty Show, as always, is presented by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business, I tell you guys every day, hook it up at theadvocates.com. And the thing I really appreciate about The Advocates they care about their communities, and I think you guys know by now, I take that very seriously. I think we need to be contributing members of our societies, especially for our kids. Look at the dancer. Like there's, I just think that that's so important. The advocates walk that walk. In all of the cities and states that they perform in, they get back to their communities, whether it's charity events, you know, working with groups like The Road Home to support homeless kids and make sure they have the tools and the basic minimums to go to school and succeed. That's what I really like about the advocates. Yes, they're great injury attorneys. Yes, they're easy to deal with. Yes, you can call them, send them messages. Yes, you can chat with them live online 24-7, 365. But they actually care about the communities they work in. So no matter where you are, listen, if you got hurt at work, um, if you got hit on a motorcycle, a bicycle, if you were involved in a car accident, it wasn't your fault you got in that accident. You didn't deserve that, but you do deserve an advocate, somebody that's an expert. They've seen the situation you're in because they've been doing this for decades at the highest level. And listen, if your insurance company's telling you, oh, we got you, we got you. Okay, that's cool. But what do you have to lose? By going to theadvocates.com, chatting with an injury expert, and it costs you nothing to do that. Yeah. You never pay the advocates a penny, ever, because you don't get a, a, a bill from the advocates, let's say. They never say to you, hey, reach into your pocket. Pay us now. You don't pay the advocates unless and until they win your case. They fight for you. You get a settlement. That's how you get paid from the advocates. You don't ever pay them a penny. That's awesome because you can get peace of mind without reaching into your pocket at theadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it. On the Monty Show, um, is is what Lincoln Riley did dirty? Because I see a lot of comments now about Lincoln Riley and is what is what Deion Sanders did at Colorado wrong? It pisses people off when front runners who are good at what they do take the best talent because that best talent wants to be in a great situation to get to the league. But what do you mean front runners? Lincoln Riley is a very successful head coach, and I'm notorious on the show for hating on Lincoln, but I'm not going to change my opinion. You want to be a Heisman Trophy caliber quarterback and go to the NFL, you go play for Lincoln Riley. Now, when we're talking about winning championships, I maintain that that this is Lincoln's first true opportunity to really get into the college football playoff. There was hype around those Oklahoma teams, but he never really had that mix of guys he needed, and I feel like he has that at SC. So it's what he did dirty going to SC, mm, taking Caleb Williams, that. you know, taking a few other guys. I don't think it's dirty. I think it's the system. Dude, Caleb Williams could have said no. I mean, did, did Lincoln Riley walk into Caleb's dorm or his crib or wherever he was staying uh, at Oklahoma? Did he walk in there and pack all his stuff and, you know, put it in the U-Haul? No, dude. Caleb Williams had to decide to do that. That was Caleb Williams' choice. So yep. let's not let's not say that, you know, Lincoln Riley wrecked Oklahoma or somehow that Oklahoma is some victim. Like, but why is it viewed as bad that Deion Sanders flipped half of his roster at Colorado? A roster that was never going to get it done. But no matter what, he's a coach who took a job 
Why is it bad he flipped his roster? Because I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, what about the kids who were there, who who joined or, or, or enrolled, I guess would be the terminology, enrolled at Colorado as a football player, uh, you know, not expecting Deion Sanders to come in, you know, two years into their educational timeline and their footballing career at Colorado and, you know, make a bunch of waves. I mean, people get upset about that. And all I have to say about that is that's the business, dude. Like, that's the process of it. If you're going to complain, dude, if you're that guy complaining about Dion coming in and flipping half the roster because the kid had a bad experience, why are you not complaining about Colorado getting into the Big 12 when the kid never knew that was going to happen? Yeah, I agree. Because it's the same thing. It's the situation just changing. That's it. All right. Uh, Eagle Eye Mojo. My TV is off. I see black and blue shirts. <laughs> Fat Jesus, love this shirt. Makes me want to ask you where you sell the mascara in the eye shop. Damn, bro. Come on, dude. Don't do me dirty like that. Hey, uh, Janky Two Holes for Mary Kay Cosmetics. <laughs> Damn. Bryce Martin says, I sure am. Go kick ass. If sure I am. Mr. Downtown iPhone Day tomorrow. Yes, sir. I oh, get what my, does that mean? Uh, iPhones start delivering tomorrow, I believe. Oh, is that? I get mine. Mine's scheduled for October 6th. Yeah. I, I'm really excited about it. I got to be honest. I am excited. You're about welcome. It. Yeah, I, I basically sat on Jake's chest and forced him yeah, to I'm eat that. I'm excited about iPhone. it. Yeah. Uh, Mike Smith, uh, you mean when someone makes a statement that is a little over the top, like naming videos for users to watch? LOL. Well, you know. Okay. Uh, roundabout, can we call that girl Tiny Dancer? We can. We absolutely can. Katie Rader, uh, Xerox U is Okie State. They are fake copies. Common Big Twelve. <laughs> wow. Common Big Twelve. Okay. <laughs> um, Conference Commissioner Gumby says the Montiettes. Let's support yeah, the entire name. The Montiettes, yep. Uh, roundabout says the Tortilla Tech fan. Oh! Damn! Let's go! Okay! Let's go! We throw, getting heat up in here, throw dog. Throw some hands, motherfucker. Let's go! Damn! Get Look crazy! Wow. Get crazy. Wow. Let's go. Okay. Uh, Mike Smith, she's your private dancer. Dan no, I understand the song. She's probably Look, 10 John years Morant, old. Look, relax. Settle down. <laughs> uh, roundabout, I put several dancers through college when I lived in San Diego. True story, all were biology majors. Well, and I hope you. I hope the wings were good those nights you were Biologics. I, I mean, you... Uh, Biologics. You know. Uh, James, Okie State is going to be fine. Probably finish 7-5 and five this year. We have Zane Flores waiting in the wings. He is the future QB in Stillwater. How do you not okay. have one now? How do you not have him now? Uh, Tanner Plummer. They hate him because they ain't him, as Coach Prime says. Uh, Tarrant County boy, Caleb to the Bears. Bears. I Speak would it. not hate that at all. Speak it. Lonnie Goodman. Lincoln is a great OC, not a head coach. I, he's got to prove he can win the big game. He's got to prove he can put a defense. It's a defense, you know. Um, Eagle Eye Mojo. I requested money uh, from my parents when I was in high school. I got a job. Okay, I. I think what she's doing is a job. Do you know how hard door to door sales is? It's difficult. Lincoln wouldn't know a good defense if it broke into his house. <laughs> okay. Uh, quick little update here. We're in a good place in prize picks land. Uh, Garrett Cole's already got two Ks in the first inning. Let's go, baby. Let's go. First of all, that's a roundabout. You, Lincoln Riley's house was burglarized when he quit Oklahoma. 
Allegedly. You know. Uh, Bryce Martin. I don't see either of them are bad. If it if this is a business, this is how you treat it. Remove old regime and bring in your own staff. Yes. Yeah. People I, weren't complaining when Prime lined up all those female uh, staff members and told all his guys, hey, we're going to treat you know women in my program with the utmost respect. And you will refer to them as ma'am, and then they're going to check you on that if they if you know they don't like that, and you need to respect whatever they would like. Like nobody complained about that part. Cleveland rocks. Now that he said terrible things about Notre Dame, if you had to pick right now, what four teams are in the college football playoff? Georgia because of their schedule. Man, right now. USC, so, Florida State, No, USC Georgia. won't get in. US, Why would USC not get in, dude? They're not going undefeated in the conference. And I think in the Pac-12, you got to go undefeated. Wow. I think, anyway. Georgia, Michigan, easy schedules. I think Texas. And, man, I think Washington's got a real chance. That fourth team is tough. Michigan's schedule is such cake, dude. Rutgers at Nebraska, at Minnesota, Indiana, at Michigan State, Purdue at Penn State, at Maryland, home for Ohio State. That might be a one-loss team. Yeah. Texas at Baylor, Kansas, Oklahoma, at Houston, BYU, K-State, at TCU, at Iowa State, Texas Tech. I think they're tough games there. Are Oklahoma, but... Again, that I mean, it's the Red River rivalry. It's the Red River shootout at the Cotton Bowl. Um, I like Texas in that game. I like Texas to beat K State because that's a DKR, mm-hmm. and again, that's in November. So mm-hmm. all things being equal, right? Um, TCU's the game I worry about, right? Because I don't see I don't see Texas Tech going to Austin and winning, not on Thanksgiving. I think that's going to be just really tough to ask them to do. Right. I, I and and who knows where Tyler Shuck and the the who knows where the Raiders are at that point. Like, yeah. uh, so I like Texas, Michigan, and Georgia. The fourth team's a crapshoot. I could see Florida State getting there. Um, let's see how they come out of Saturday morning. I mean, this is Clemson week. I, I you know that's a noon kickoff, but that's at Clemson. That's never an easy place to go. Yeah. I, I mean, I love Florida State in that game. I don't, I don't know if they the numbers. They should be Clemson, dude. If the numbers changed at all. No, it's still. Wow, it is. It's two points now. I mean, you're going to have 82,000 maniacs there. In God's name, image, and likeness. I mean, I, I, where are we all at on Florida State Clemson? I mean, I love I Clemson. I think they in that should game. be Clemson, dude. But look at what Florida State has ahead of them. Virginia, they go to Clemson. Then they go Virginia Tech, Syracuse, Duke, all at home. Yeah. Then at Wake Forest on the 28th. Then, and after the Clemson game, I think is their bye week. Uh, At Pitt, that's always a tough game. But Florida State's way better than Pitt this year especially. I think their most difficult game is is probably Miami. But then again, they got to go to the Swamp. I mean, they've got directional Alabama in there, but that's North Alabama. 
not so- southern which is, south. Which is which is different. That's you know, a different direction. I mean, it's a which different is, you know, direction. It's just kind of weird. Yeah, like one's south, one's north directional Alabama. Right. You know. Right. Um, I think Florida State has a much tougher path. Um, I like Florida State a lot to, to be a one-loss team. I just look at SC, and as much as I love SC, the Pac-12 is just ball-busting. I mean – at They're Colorado better, on September 30th, they should, but they should win that game, right? They should beat Colorado. They should beat Arizona. Should. Should. But look at where they're going to run into Arizona. They're, they're going to run into Arizona. And I would also remind you, when's their bye week? Oh, that's right. It already happened. They got to go nine straight weeks, you guys, which is tough. At Arizona State, they're going to boat race Kenny. Yeah. And I love Kenny. Is what it is. At Colorado, Arizona in Los Angeles, and then it's at Notre Dame. We're going to find out who Notre Dame is this weekend. Yeah. Right? But that's a tough game. But here's where it just, I mean, honest to goodness, like it, it's just stilettos in the bag, dude. Like at Notre Dame, Utah, at Cal, and then Washington at Oregon, and then UCLA. You're not going undefeated. Yeah. Not nine straight weeks. Mm-hmm. And I, I would love to say that, hey, USC is going to be there. But where are we at on, on Ohio State? Well, they better flip and beat Notre Dame on Saturday if they're going to be the one. But there's, you want to talk about cake? Goddamn, at Notre Dame, Maryland, at Purdue, Penn State, at Wisco, at Rutgers, Michigan State, Minnesota, and then they finish it at Michigan. The Wisco game's interesting. I don't think much of the Penn State game because it's at the shoe. Mm-hmm. They should, you, you, you're not going to the shoe and winning. That is a really tough place to win, especially in the month of October. And I, somebody corrected me. Apparently, Marvin Harrison is fine. I got that wrong. Oh, really? I, apolo- I apologize. I thought he was out. I thought well, he had a shoulder issue. My yeah. bad. But, I, I mean, if you're holding me to it, you guys, it, it, I, I would have to put Florida State as that fourth team. Today, right now, on September 21st, Cleveland Rocks, like – Georgia, Michigan, Texas, Florida State. I mean, Washington is awfully good. I mean, they are really, really good. But their schedule. Cal at Arizona. They're off. They get their bye week, and then they come back at home against Oregon, which is why I think, I noticed I haven't said Oregon. I think Washington's going to win that Oregon game because they're coming off of a bye week. Yeah. Arizona State at Stanford at USC, home for Utah, home for Utah, at Oregon State, Washington State. They're going to lose two games in there. They're going to lose two games. And then let's talk about Oregon, right? Okay, Oregon, home for Colorado, at Stanford, at Washington, off the bye. Washington State at Utah, Cal, USC, at Arizona State, home for Oregon State. It's a two-loss team. Yeah, I I don't I I just don't know I don't I don't see a, a Pac-12 team getting to the playoffs. I don't. I I just think it's too tough. So we'll see. That's where I'm at on it. Yeah, that's where I'm at on it. Uh, let's see. Cyclone Steve, what's up, Steve? Miami, Florida State, Florida, and UCF. I'm would be amazing. Uh, Fat Jesus, Fresno State has to be at the top. Look how they manhandled the Sun Devils. Look how they manhandled the the Sun Devils. I knew today would be shitty. I mean, they received. 
right? <laughs> Dude, it's iconic. I love Kenny Dillingham so much. I really do. Aaron Wilson, Southern Western Tech Directional Institute of Ambulance Repair. Salty Trunk, very generous of you, Monty. Would you consider finding funding my 4X club? No, you owe me 4X. Yeah, dude, like, what? A- you owe me 4X gold. You still have not paid that bet. Yeah, dude, come on. Come on, man. Uh, a lot. You know. Um, let's see. Aaron says, I hope Oregon State runs the table. Let's go Mike Smith. Man, what a story that would be. Let, you know. Mr. Downtown, hey, don't disrespect the birthplace of college football, Rutgers. Please. I mean, how could I How could I ever? Mike Smith, let's go Beavers. Who doesn't? Who, no, I'm not. No, I'm not going to play your game. Um, Steve Lees and Oki Light lays claim to one fake natty. Man, this Texas Tech-Oklahoma State thing is real right now. Yeah, it is. Bryce Martin, Notre Dame uh, by 10. Notre Dame veteran team, better quarterback, and more mature group. Notre Dame, our mother. Pray for us, Bryce. Uh, If Notre Dame beats Ohio State, USC beats Notre Dame, then you would expect even two-loss Pac-12 champion to the college football playoff. Maybe. No way the highest-ranked team, no way the highest-ranked conference gets robbed. No chance. It's a really interesting thing. I love, you guys know I love talking about it. I, I do. I'm a huge fan of the what ifs and the how about and what if, you know, hey, if your mom had met the mailman before she met your dad who had met the waitress behind the Perkins with Tiger Woods, you know, maybe you're not here, dude, but none of that happened. You know, so if SC beats Notre Dame who beat Ohio State, I mean, now we're cooking with gas in the Pac-12. It is what it is. (laughs) Let me ask you this. Yeah. Higher or lower? Does Alabama finish the season ranked 12th, higher or lower? Higher. Higher. Top 10. Wow. Scraping into the top 10. You really think Alabama yeah, finishes dude. top 10? Because he's got, he's got brownie points, dude. I mean, how long has he been top top three? Wow. They're a top 10 team, dude. Come on. I think they finish outside of the top 15. I think he I, – I, I'm not – I just right Have now, a faith. year a year from now, Jalen Milrow is a different quarterback. Have but, some faith. But Nick Saban's going to Sabinate, and he's going to portal he's a quarterback. He's going to Sabinate. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God, just like that. Oh. It's no doubt. He's going to Sabinate. That's some of your best material, He's going to dominate that portal with a quarterback. You watch. You mark my words. Yeah. You tell me he don't watch Notre Dame football and be like, how did that kid get out of my backyard? Yeah, seriously. Right? Uh, Kaufman says lower. Uh, Neil Brown's a dickhead, says lower. Neil um, <laughs> Brown's a dickhead. Waves in opposition. KF, I just love that so much. Neil Brown needs fired. Dude. Not needs to be fired. We should fire Neil Brown. Hey, will somebody fire Neil Brown? No. Neil Brown needs fired. <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> and then the and then the avatar with the flaming West yeah. Virginia. I love it. Uh, Deleric, Alabama lower than those two more games. Uh, loses two more games this year. I agree. Uh, James, Texas Tech thing. I have a ton of respect for Texas Tech. Joey McGuire's a really good coach. I'm kind of bummed they aren't playing this year. Joey better be a good coach. I mean, there's a bunch of high schools in Texas hiring. Uh, Bryce Martin, I'll be praying from the Texas destruction of Baylor this week. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Alabama has to lose at least three before they go below. Agreed. Okay. 
Alex Rea, Sabinator, exactly right. Why not do a poll on it? I could, Kaufman. Are we past it? Because we've got to get to Taylor Swift, Burger King homecoming meals, and angry golf guy. Yeah, let's go. Let's move along. Final on that. Tanner Plummer says higher. Okay. Non-sports stories of the day. Like, angry golf course guy is not something you see a lot. No, it's not. I've been known to F-bomb. Okay, so there's different categories, right? Frustrated golfer guy. We see it all the time. I play with dudes that throw clubs. Oh, yeah. I may or may not have stomped on a can of Monster yesterday out of frustration. Not not denying or confirming. Right. I mean, this cut on my finger showed up on its own. Right. That doesn't, you know, when you drink. And kick a person when he's down. When you don't have any bucky, you do what you can do, and then it bites you in the finger. Yeah. That might have happened. Yeah. Um. But I am not angry golf course guy. Right. At at least not to this level. We got a Karen on the golf course right now. I'm going to take your clubs. This is no. Lee. This is going to escalate significantly. Just wait for it. You took her ball. Here comes Godzilla. Mode. You took her ball, bro. You took her ball. If you need money for a golf ball, Walter. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh boy. In the heaven, bitch, and you want to test God, you fucking come get it. Shit, stack it. He's mentally ill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm not ill? I know you're What are you looking at? God damn. <laughs> now, this goes back to the conversation, in all seriousness, about the dude who got punched in the face and died at the Patriots game. Yeah. I'm asking you, what are you doing taking your shirt off at a golf course, showing somebody your pecs in anger like you want some of this? Who throws hands on a golf course? Like When we were playing, was it Tustin Ranch? I think uh, it was Tustin Ranch. Jake hit it. There was a at Tustin, or no, it wasn't at Anaheim Tustin. Hills. Anaheim Hills. There's a blind corner. You cannot see who's there. Jake hit a four-wood, a rocket, yeah. that went over the guy's head. And this guy was MFing and F-bombing. And I yelled back at the guy. I was like, hey, man, it's Sunday. We're trying to play golf. And he shut right up. And then his friends came over and apologized. That's as close as we've ever come. Yeah. And it was an accident in a blind corner. Yeah. Well, and it, you know, I, I think that you never know. The, the thing is, is you never know who you're golfing with. You know, like when you're out on the course and nope. stuff and you run into random dude, you never know who you're golfing with. And the fact that he's got a green, uh, like an alligator green shirt on with t- khaki shorts tells you everything you need to know. Look at it, but seriously, look how pissed this guy is. We got a Karen on the golf course right now. He doesn't look normal right there. I'm going to take your clubs. When somebody's holding your ball hostage, it's time to leave. I'm going to stand here and you can complain. Goodbye. I'm not complaining. You're the one And he even said, I'll stand here and you can go play. Goodbye. You took her ball. You took her ball. Bro, you took her ball. 
if you need money for a golf ball, it's going to Walter. Because I'll plant you, bitch boy. Man. Now get the fuck off the cart. Walter. Walter? Walter. Oh, here we go. You see that? Oh. That's what you look in the heaven, bitch, and you would have just got you fucking country. You think I'm That got serious so quick. Look at his face. Like, where does that rage come from? I'm not fighting, dude. I'm not punching anybody, and I'm certainly not doing it over a golf ball. Bro. Trust me, I leave enough golf balls on even the course right now. Even if it was a Pro-V, okay? Yeah, even, even if, if it, it was, was a Pro-V. A Pro-V. Well, we're not fighting over it. Uh, Mike Smith waiting was waiting for someone to run that dude over with a golf cart. Seriously. Dude. Gonzalez. Channeling Bob Barker and Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Uh, Tarrant County boy, angry guy equals money when not on bucked up. That's what I'm saying, dude. Dude, I mean, you just, I don't know why you get that mad at people. I don't think I've ever been that no. mad at somebody. No, you get mad at yourself. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, yeah. 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 Was waiting for him to turn green and double in size, right? <laughs> Hulk mode Right? Look at Green Street, you. Walter White. <laughs> Walter, is that you? Yeah, that's Walter White right there, and he will eat you for dinner. Uh, James, someone should take that bucked up away from that guy in the green shirt. Green Street, I've been to heaven. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you have, man. Uh, Monty, he tries to show off his pecs, and it just pushes another piece of fat fat out, dude. Oh, dear. Oh, my. Hey, man, you know, be you. Joseph Harper. Uh, the trouble with the Pac-12 is there's so much parity in the conference that when they start playing each other, they beat up on each other. Seriously. Lee Jensen, the rage only comes up when you can't kill the camper and cod. <laughs> is there any worse feeling? Again, we talked about this yesterday. You oh. know right where that camper's camping. Dude. You go right there, he's not there, and then you get hit with a headshot. How dumb do you think I am? Because he moved to the opposite yeah. corner. God, that's the worst. Uh, Ron Nolan, that would have been impressive if his shirt was teal. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah that wasn't. I mean, we, we can roll the tape one more time. It's weak. He didn't wear a teal shirt here. We got a Karen on the golf course right that now. Thing? That thing's That's avocado green. green. That's green. That is not teal. He's I'm going to take your gloves. Dude, come on. Look at him holding the golf course. I'm not getting a fight on a golf course. Then leave. I'm going to stand here and you can complain. Goodbye. I'm not complaining. You're the one Goodbye. Thing. Goodbye. You know, I'm a child. No one approached me and I asked you to no longer speak. You took her ball! Please don't speak to me. We're coming over here. You took her ball! Bro, you took her ball. I'm not going to fight you over a fight. If you need money for a golf ball, I'm going to, Walter. Because I'll fancy you, bitch boy. Now get the fuck off the cart. Walter. Walter? Oh, here we go. Don't see that! Oh. That's a dude who's been to heaven, bitch, and you want to test God, you fucking come get it. That's a dude who's been to heaven. You think I'm mentally ill? I know you're Yeah, notice they took off. As soon as he yelled, Walter, you should have taken a takeoff. Yeah, I'm good, dude. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Gonna go ahead and, I'm going to go ahead and dip out of that one. If you don't expect to win every game, you got problems. Don't. <laughs> Is that not Kenny Dillingham? That's who it reminds me I of. I today would be shitty. Yeah. And then you run into the... We got a Karen on the golf course right now. I love right? the announcement, too. Got a Karen on the... We got a Karen on the golf course right now. <laughs> and then homie just holds up the ball. Why I, so I have had, uh, the other thing that I don't understand about golf course, if you live on a golf course, why do you get pissed at balls show up in your front yard? You know, you, sir, you live on a golf course, sir. 
Yeah. Like I've had a guy, like I'll walk up to find my ball and he'll toss it in. He's at Greyhawk Golf Course in Scottsdale. I had a guy pick up my ball and throw it into a bucket in his backyard that was full of golf balls. And it's like, dude, I get it. You want to show that you're you're tougher, or what? but you live on a golf course, man. Yeah. You live on a golf course. Alex Reyes says Ayuk is inactive. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, he is. Uh, Kyle says, dude, holding the golf ball uh, like he's facing off with a SWAT team. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, what are we doing here? Uh, Johnny says, uh, Kenny Dillingham on a golf course right now. Yeah. The, did you guys see the Kenny Dillingham from today? If you don't expect to win every game, you got a problem. I don't care if I'm playing Michael Jordan in basketball. I'm not playing him to lose. Otherwise, why would I, why would I play? I'm not, I'm not playing to lose. Kenny. Dude, we get it. We get it. We get it. You replaced a certain individual, but that doesn't mean you got to take all his cues. Dude, seriously. Kenny Dillingham gets fired up. All right, finally. Taylor Swift strikes again. And I, I, I contemplated not talking about this. Right. Right? Right. Because I understand, look, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. I totally get it. Right. Right? Right. Swifties, it's a problem when they come at you. Um. So Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Good old Trav. Are dating. And Trav tried to uh, downplay this on the Pat McAfee show today. Right. But his brother already outed him on his podcast and said they're dating and... Did we not just have this conversation about Kim Kardashian? Yeah, and, I, and Travis listens to the show, so I don't know what he's thinking. Do you? Would you date somebody like Kim Kardashian or Taylor Swift who have just gone down the roster of famous dudes? The hard thing with these celebrities is you know who it's been. Yeah. So, like, in normal life, you don't have to know. Like, it's, it's practice not to talk about your past all that much, right? Like, I don't need to know. Do you ask? Uh, generally speaking, no. Generally speaking, ask. no. Like, I mean, like, okay, I've, I I typically ask. I should I should correct that. I typically ask. Hey, how many jokes hey, have run through you? Okay, I don't say that. Hey, like, okay, how many how, people how, have you hey been man, with? How They're many like, bros have made a delivery in your see, warehouse? See, this, this, this is why we keep I'm trying, how I'm many trying guys? to talk about this, dude. Yeah. How many, like, you know, hot knife? I need a dick and me. Is it hot knife through butter, or is it is it? Is there much... still enough butter left for the toast, or? Or did we run through the butter with the hot knife? Okay, I'm sorry. So usually I'll be like, hey, you know, how many people have you dated, or whatever, right? The problem here is Trav already knows. I, I, I mean, are, are, are you using creams on a daily basis, or no? Yeah, are we using a Breva every day, or what's the deal? <laughs> okay. Why pick on Eagles fan again? <laughs> Why pick on Eagles fan again? Did you, you know. did you guys see the uh, – the, oh, tell me. We, did you guys see the Philadelphia Eagle fan yesterday? And what's on his sink? Oh. Oh, no, that's some dial hand soap. That's some uh, CeraVe for the acne. Okay. Deodorant, can't smell bad. You're an Eagles fan. Well, he's got so, two sticks, so clearly he's covered. It's One DNA. for each pit. There's a razor and a toothbrush and some Sensodyne, and then there's some Optifree, you know, yeah. saline solution. What's that? What's that blue little? <coughs> what's that blue little tube there? It's it's a Breva. 
Yeah. Which is because you have herpes on your face. Yeah. You, but you, you again, you are an Eagles fan. Yeah. Nice I, job, dude. You know. And I, I, I'm just curious. I'll ask this again today. He posted this picture to illustrate how crooked the number one is on the jersey he bought at Fanatic. <laughs> what are we doing? You couldn't hide the Abriva or all of the, the... Or I don't know. Just have someone take a picture of you outside. Or not in your bathroom with the dirty mirror and sink and whatever that shower shell oh, installation shit. is in the background. But the point is, yeah. the point is, friends, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are dating. Yeah. This is a thing, dude. This is this is a thing. Lee Jensen says Taylor equals not a camper. Well, what is she then? A sniper? Like Lee Jensen, wait, wasn't she just with AR fifteen? What a missed opportunity. She was nah, not. That was a rumor. She was that not. was a rumor. Green Street. I'm stoked for Travis. Remember his dating reality show? He's been looking for love for a long time. Yes, he has. Oh, James, my celebrity crush, Amy Adams. Yes. Uh, Lois Lane as a redhead is amazing. Okay. Uh, swipe on Swift. Yes. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, Kyle. Oh, we talking about Taylor Swift and Swifties now. I'm going to take this opportunity to duck down under my desk real quick. Seriously. <laughs> right, right, Kyle? You're not wrong. Swifties are coming for it. Yeah, Like, dude. you don't know. Uh, fat Jesus, he's wearing green, but the woman who balls, whose ball was stolen was wearing teal. Yeah, dude. She knew better. She, she, um, <laughs> no, I'm not fine. Fat Jesus comes in here and tries to get me to take the bait on everyone. And I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Uh, here's a list of the people Taylor Swift has dated. <coughs> Joe Jonas. Lucas Till. Taylor Lautner, hot knife through butter. I knew today would be shitty. And here's someone that is just like, oh, Kim K dated that guy? She dated Pete Davidson? Oh. Uh, Taylor Swift was with John Mayer. Mm. Oh, shit. Who said it made me feel, the relationship made me feel, feel terrible because I didn't deserve it. Um. Okay. He wrote his song about her in the lyric quote, don't you think I was too young to be messed with? This girl in the dress cried the whole way home. I should have known. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Not good. Not good. So she moved on to Corey Monteith and then settled on Jake Gyllenhaal. Look at me. You got, you can't, it, so was it the jarhead role or the nightcrawler role that you just skipped over? And the other, like, she dated Zac Efron. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Corey Kennedy. Not fine with that. And now she's Harry Styles. Come on, man. Dude, everybody and their mom dates Harry Styles. Don't big, you have to? Get a bigger warehouse, Taylor. Yeah, don't you have to date Harry Styles if you're her? You're going to need stitches, lady. Like, this is so bad. Like, you, Kim Kardashian or Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. Kim Kardashian. No, Hell no. Yes. Dude, yes. Ray J is all you have to say. I'm No, I'm not tell doing me that, it. Tell me dude. Taylor Swift's not out there. I'm not doing it. Tell me that no. doesn't. You don't think no. that exists with Taylor? No. No. Nope. 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 No video. No. No, you don't, no video. No video. Oh, it's out there somewhere. No. It's out there somewhere. <clears throat> 
You don't think that's out there at all? A sex tape of Taylor Swift? Yes. No. Oh. Nah. Jo- nope. Two words. John Mayer. Nope. Nope. Harry Styles. Nope. Nope. Can't do it, dude. Come on. Come on. Come on. No hot dog down the hallway references on the show. We decided to ban that. Uh, so you can't. You, okay, Ron Nolan, is it true that Taylor went out with Katy Perry a couple times? I don't have any idea. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Viper, Travis just went from Bacabo to Deluxe. Big downgrade. Damn, bro. <laughs> Bacabo. Juicy. Yeah, no, I'm being juicy. serious. Real quick. Taylor Swift, knowing who they've both been with. I think the deal breakers are... John Mayer for Taylor Swift and Pete Davidson for Kim Kardashian. No. Dude, how do you how are you just overlooking Ray J? Because she was like 15 it at that matter. point. It doesn't matter. You can't unwind the clock. Wow, that almost led me in a really terrible place. Let's wind the clocks back <laughs> you a can't. year. You can't. Uh I'm going Kim K. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Why? Yes. Why, dude? Conference Commissioner Gumby, Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Dude, um, don't forget Tarrant County, boy. Don't forget Paris Hilton. Oh, yeah, she's gross. Come on, come on, come on. Uh, Katy Perry, do are we fans of Katy Dude. Perry? Yeah, she's a good looking gal. That list is long, though, no doubt. Do you guys know the names on the on the Katy Perry boyfriends? Orlando Bloom. Okay, off to a good start. Right? Is there is there no? I think Katy Perry is far more known for hookups. Uh, Robert Pattinson. Okay. John Mayer. See? See? What did I say? John's been with everybody. But again, this is why I say you can't go to Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift has now been with Katy Perry and Uh, about 85 other thousand women. But how are you? But but that's the Kim K logic too. Well, and obviously Nick Cannon's the problem for Katy or for Kim (laughs) K as well. Diplo, Katy Perry's Riff Raff. Bro, Katie. what kind of names are these? Jared Leto. Uh, okay. Jared Leto. Come on now. Russell Brand? That's disgusting. <laughs> uh, a lot. Benji Madden. Hell no. 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 I'm not doing Dude, it. Dude, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to Matthew go this. Matthew Thiessen? Oh, my God. Yeah, Katy Perry's off the list. <laughs> I mean, that's better. That's worse than Kevin Federline. Yeah. Ooh. I'm still. I think I've hit it every time. The Nick Cannon thing bothers me about Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I. Mm, Ooh. There's some. Mm, there's some not niceties out there. Katy Pitt. No. No. Nope. I, I'm saying, listen, congratulations, Travis. I hope you have a l- nice, long love affair with John Mayer's remnants. Yeah, that's that's but, why your knee was bruised, right? Because you need to go on a couple dates. That's dude, probably what it was. I am not dating anybody that John Mayer's frequented in the past. But Kim K just feels so wrong. <laughs> it feels like quite the risk. But it's 13 seconds of greatness at that point, right? <laughs> like, I mean... But is it 13 seconds that you're going to remember the rest of your life? No, that literally? you're going to pay for with a Breva on the counter like yeah. an Eagles fan in South Jersey? Yeah. Yeah. 
That's nah, I'm that. good. Nope. I'm listen. You know what, man? I I'm I'm gonna go with the Kim K. Yeah. I think I'm I can't do the Taylor Swift. I think I'm going with the Kim okay. K. All right. The Monty Show is presented by Bucked Up, Bucked Up Energy, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. Make sure that you get to buckedup.com. Use the promo code MONTY20 to get 20% off your purchase. Buckshot. It'll change your life. I'm telling you every day on the show, people say, I love my Buckshot. Buckshot, use the promo code MONTY20. Save 20% off your Buckshot. Buckedup.com. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.